0: Alright, welcome to another episode of To The Fullest with Jason Froberg. Uh, Make sure you click that subscribe button underneath, give us a like, hit the bell. We are trying to get that 1,000 subscriber mark right now, so definitely give us some support, share with your friends, all that stuff uh, to the fullest with Jason Froberg. Today on the podcast, my good friend for a very long time, Jamar Sanders. How you doing, Jamar? Pretty good, brother. How about you? Uh, I'm doing great, man. Having a good time. We were having a great conversation out there uh, beforehand. (laughs) Hell yeah. And uh, stoked (laughs) to have you back on the podcast. Appreciate you, Of course. You were on. Uh, you were on the very first episode with uh, Anthony and Ray.
1: Yes, nice. I
0: remember so, that. Yeah, some to the fullest alumni. Oh yeah. As it were. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, no, I'm stoked, man. So how you been doing, man? You've been uh, surviving, staying, uh, staying busy during the uh, pandemic and all that.
1: Oh yeah, just trying to stay out of the way, man. You yeah. Know, you can't get too involved or do anything right now. So well, it's opening up a lot more. But you know, when it first happened, you know, you just kind of wanted to stay out of the way. Oh, yeah, man. I had, uh, you know, stay indoors and... uh, Yeah. No, I remember. I remember, like, you know, this is when you actually started to, you know, really take off with the podcast and everything. I remember walking in. I'm like, Jesus, what are they doing? (laughs) Are they recording an (laughs) album in the living room? Oh, man. No, man. you've you've done your thing, brother. This is really nice in here. I really... Really digging your new studio, brother. Thank
0: you, man. The new studio, Space Rain Station Productions, SBS Productions. It's come together really well, man. Oh yeah. And uh, proud of you, brother. Thank you so
1: much. Good job, man.
0: Yeah, we've. Uh, yeah, we used to have to tear the whole living room apart, <laughs> yeah. turn everything around, and yeah. you know it was a it was a mess, man. It was definitely a big sacrifice we made to kick this thing off, but oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, now we're doing a lot better. We got the beautiful sm7b's i love these microphones just like all the big wigs uh oh, yeah. you know joe rogan and all them use nah, you, on their podcast coming
1: up here pretty soon man i hope so that's nah. definitely the goal you know i'm nah, trying coming, to get this man. thing monetized you coming and then you got your studio and everything set up man just wait till everybody just sees it you know what i mean you haven't even put the word out just yet and everything is opening up so yeah man i think you're gonna do it brother i think you gotta a really good good thing going right now. I'm real happy about it, man. I'm real happy about oh, yeah.
0: it. Yeah, we've been doing uh, we've been doing a few little things, man. I got some mastering stuff here. I nice. was working with uh, my buddy Keith Roberts and this company Accessibles, which oh. is actually where we got these new booms nice. from Accessibles. Nice. Uh, and I got a bunch of other stuff from them as well. It's a great company. Nice. So they've been uh, great support of us. We were making some commercials for them. Nice. So yeah, if uh, you know anybody out there needs commercials, maybe we were making you know their. Uh, anything, their Amazon man. product videos and stuff like that. Yeah, we're doing pretty much everything. We the got Beat,
1: he's got a studio over here, you know what I mean? If you're an artist, anything, you know what I mean? Cartoons, anything, voiceovers. This is the man right here.
0: Yeah, we're doing a lot, man. We're doing a lot. And uh I even got the uh, PA stuff. We're trying to do PA yeah. rental. We got okay. a music video shoot coming up. That's what I'm saying, so. man. I'm telling
1: you, you're going to be the whole thing. They're going to be like just, you know, show up. You're going to set the speakers up and probably direct the whole shoot and everything. They just have to show up, you know what I mean? I'm telling you, you're going to do it. And then, like, you know, I think pretty soon here a big thing's going to be uh, the difference between private and public, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like private events, I think, are going to start really boosting, you know, especially with the coronavirus and the getting the jab, as some people call it, you know what I mean? So, you know, a lot of people, I think, is going to be Pretty soon, like, hey, I just want to have a private party, you know, I don't really want to worry about, or hey, I just want to record in a private studio, you know what I mean, where everything's sanitized, I don't want a big studio where everybody's coming by, or, you know, I think a lot of people are going to start going a lot smaller than, you know, bigger, I believe. Well, that,
0: that would be great for me. I, uh, I'm definitely a smaller operation. <laughs> yeah.
1: oh, well, we got to, uh, you know, bring the economy back with uh, small business, right?
0: Yeah, that's it, man. Know. You know, and we got to, uh, you know, hopefully I'll be able to, uh, to fill in the gaps where, you know, unfortunately a lot of people fell off and they had to shut yeah. down. And I was even involved with a club. You know, I had a lot of equipment in a club that was about to open up right before the pandemic. I oh, invested at the worst time possible. <sighs> And, uh, yeah, we were, uh, and so, yeah, a lot of places, you know, they had to shut their doors and it's pretty sad, but, uh, hopefully some of us can benefit on the the next round of this thing. And
1: unfortunately, that's the way that it's been working. You know what I mean? If you can catch the, 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 the tide when it's down, you know what I mean? You can ride the wave once it comes back up. So, you know, unfortunately that's been the way that it's been for a while now, you know what I mean? The old guys got to get out and the new people got to come in, so yeah, well, but, we
0: we are definitely primed over here, man. I have uh, I have definitely invested and in, uh, and prepared and gotten us really primed to to bring this thing back when the economy kicks back in and whenever oh, yeah. the uh, the limitations are are taken away, which I believe is supposed to happen here pretty soon.
1: I think June first, right?
0: Yeah, June first. Yeah. actually, I think by the time
1: this airs, it'll be right around that. So nice. yeah, nice. Well, that'd be nice, though. I know that uh, <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna control it now. You know, going to the casinos without if you if you're vaccinated, you know, you don't have to wear a mask, and you know it's like a hundred people coming through the door at the casinos, so they're gonna stop everyone and say, "Hey, uh, you got your card?" You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how they're gonna control that. That's gonna be pretty scary. Well, I'm not gonna say scary. You know, what I mean, I'm not scared of it, but yeah. you know, it's gonna be you know pretty wild. You know what I mean? Some people are just gonna you know walk around with their masks even though a lot of people haven't been wearing their masks correctly anyway. Yeah. You know, so I'm I'm not gonna say like, you know what I mean, it's 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 nothing small. Yes, we had a pandemic. Yes, we need to, you know what I mean, be a lot more courteous, a lot more common courteous to people, you know what I mean? We need to respect people's space. We need to, you know, not think about ourselves so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if people are asking you to wear a mask, just wear the mask. You know what I mean. And if you if you go somewhere and they're not you know enforcing the mask, then yeah, with it. You know what I mean.
0: That's how I've been doing it, man. It's just a it's just a basic respect thing at this point, man. If you're right. gonna be you know if you're gonna be a respect respectful person to the people around you, you know you one hundred percent. You cooperate with that, and you know put your own beliefs aside for a little bit and just right. go, yeah, right. man. If this is what people require for me to use their business or you know even into their homes i know we went uh we went to go visit angela's father in the middle of the pandemic in yeah. november we went out there to arkansas which oh. was actually a huge hot spot yeah and uh and we were wearing the masks even inside of her dad's house like we never his, he's he's older he's yeah, got health that. problems and we were trying to respect that and so we the mask never came off until we, he wasn't around and right. we were back at our airbnb chilling right which, by the way, Airbnb in Arkansas is so such a great thing. I like, yeah. I, I mean, it's so chill out there, and you know, the, oh, just surrounded nice. by trees and animals are coming right up to you, and it's beautiful out there, man. It's beautiful. But we did actually, we did get the virus on the way back. We, because uh, no one was wearing other than that part, right? So, like, that side of her family was wearing the uh, Mask. wearing masks, and then her other side of the family was, you know, they were like, "No, nah, we we don't." Participating in this bullshit Right It's not real It's all a hoax Well no I'm not and gonna say that Yeah And then <laughs> well no You know it's just a uh and then we all ended up getting it. You know, by the time we got back we're like <clears throat> I'm gonna feel a little sick and then we had a phone call and they're like literally the whole family just tested positive. We went and <laughs> we went and got uh gotten one of those crazy lines like a freaking uh Day of the Dead movie. Oh man. And uh I don't know if you've done one of the, the, the public free COVID testings. No,
1: I haven't I haven't had to, so thank yeah. God. You know, every time I had to take one it was something kinda important, so they wanted to make sure you got in and did it one properly. So
0: Oh dude. Yeah. No, we went to uh we went to one where there's the military's out there. Oh, yeah. And they got doctors and all these ma- and these big like get-ups and shit yeah. and uh yeah, it was uh it was straight out of a movie, man. It was it really it looked like some apocalyptic scene in a movie and we we had to wait for like 90 minutes, 2 hours oh, in a wow. in our car and like this oh, wow. thing that like goes the around the parking lot. Around. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, in the Texas station was where it was at. And then how
1: did they get the results, or they emailed you guys the results and everything, or you had to yeah. wait? Yeah,
0: no, they emailed, us the, they emailed us the results, and, you know, of course, came up positive, ruined Thanksgiving, everyone's pissed. <laughs> They're like, what the f- you're not coming over for Thanksgiving dinner and all yeah, right, that, and it's like, right, right. I'm not gonna come over for Thanksgiving right. when I just for tested it. positive for, for COVID right. two weeks ago, uh, or a week ago, or whatever it ended up being, um... It just wasn't practical. That's kind of rude to just be like not, not care about anybody else's health around you for yeah, your own no, sake.
1: 100%. Yeah. But so. I think everybody had the coronavirus anyway. I think I said yeah. that before on the last podcast, but if you had a cough, you know what I mean, and they were talking about asymptomatic, you know what I mean, I think everyone had the coronavirus. You know, some people just were like, hey, I'm not dying, so I'm okay. I don't need to go get tested. You know, I'll just self-quarantine. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I thought it was more like the chicken pox at first. You know, once everybody get it, you know what I mean, we'll build up antibodies against it. You know what I mean? It'll just die down. But, you know, listening to the scientists and, you know, going into more research and reading, like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, wow, this can develop. It can do a lot of different things. This is not the chicken pox.
0: Yeah. You know, so... Yeah, it's um, it's it's crazy how it worked out man and I mean I lost I lost two buddies in the middle of the coronavirus oh, wow. and then uh, from Corona yeah and uh, oh, wow. and then uh, they any... technically my my grandmother who was 90 something she passed in the middle but they said it was Corona I mean who knows if it was corona or not she was in a, a retirement home so right, right right probably was they were they were getting hit pretty hard with that kind of stuff so I mean it definitely was dangerous oh know. yeah I'm you know, I know did pers- they have any... Pers- um,
1: uh, pre-existing conditions.
0: Yeah, she was uh, she was pretty old, and um, uh, another one of my friends was going through cancer and all that, so he was getting you know chemo treatments, and oh, okay, so his yeah. immune system was already affected. And then, uh, and then my other buddy ended up uh, just getting it and having a real hard time with it for a long time. Yeah. And then uh, I just I heard I heard he passed, oh, and it was weird because you know we're all quarantined from each other, and so. Like contact and keep in touch and all that was kind of awkward, especially for me. Like I was, um, I was getting off all the social media and everything because it just was getting crazy. Yeah, it was getting gross. Yeah, I didn't really like it. yeah uh, nothing
1: else better to do, but the, you know, yeah, shame and trash. And then I think well, the George Floyd thing happened right after, right when we went into pandemic. So you know what I mean. It was just kind of like. Stupid, you know what I mean. And no one else was doing anything but talking about, you know, this nonsense. You know, I'm not saying George Floyd that that was absolutely horrible, but oh, you yeah. know, some of the things that came after that, I'm like, dude, like, <laughs> come on, bro, we got to be a lot better than this.
0: Oh yeah, you people know? burning down their entire neighborhoods and <laughs> cities just to basically just to get out of their house. I think
1: right. yeah, no one hundred
0: percent. So it, too, it was it was pretty uh, right. It was pretty sad to see that response from people. I mean, you know, it's... Yeah,
1: I can understand, you outrage
0: know... Outrage is outrage, though. Right, right. I can understand
1: do? some of it, but, you know what I mean, if... It's got to be a better way, you yeah, know what I mean? definitely. You know, it's got to be, you know what I mean, let's do this the right way, you know what I mean? But we live and we learn, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: we do. Well, um, most, most of us do. Some of us don't. <laughs> yeah, that, Some of us, that refuse, you know, they're... we a lot of people I've uh, I've heard talk just, uh, they were born with knowledge of all things and you can't tell them anything and they'll never learn a goddamn thing in their life. Right. And they're going to run around with their foot in their mouth forever.
1: Yeah. Well, you remember, that's, remember the first time we met, you know what I yeah. mean? Like we were talking and then I was like, hey, do you read the Bible? And you were like, like oh yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know what I mean? But like, it's so amazing how, you know, you get to go through life with people and like I'm now, you know, you know probably more about the Bible than I do you know what I mean so it's it's crazy how people grow you know from from being you know this young from being one way and then maturing into another you know what I mean just realizing that everything is not so much about you you know what I mean the world is such a giant place there's so many people that you can learn from you know what I mean I learn from little kids all the time you know what I mean There's just so many things that you can be expired, uh, ex- inspired from. You know what I mean. If you just open your mind and just allow things to, you know, come in. You know what I'm saying. Like, like you said, everybody. Like, what'd you call them earlier? You know, they were born with, you know, infinite knowledge.
0: Oh yeah. You know what I mean. I was definitely, I was definitely part of that category as well. well. I was very too. convinced that uh, that I knew what I was talking about, and that uh, that do. you know, I was, uh, I, I stood on the, I stood on the, the side of the fence of uh, extreme atheism. Where Damn. I was just like this, this is all there is, you know, and yeah. uh, you know when you die, it's just, it's just that's the end of the game, right, and, right, right. Uh, and I just thought uh, religion in general was kind of a silly thing, and that I, you know, I was outsourcing all my emotions to my outside, my outside world, and right. this physical right. existence, and completely ignoring myself internally which led to a big breakdown for me mentally as well well
1: Well, the funny part was like you know i mean i was kind of going from the opposite side you know i grew up you know hardcore you know christian you know going to church three times a week you know on the usher board well you know i mean my brother's never on the usher board i always had to stand by the door you know and i was too bad and I just couldn't stand there in the aisle, you know what I mean? I just couldn't do it. So you just open the door for people. But, you know, I was there every day, so, you know, listening to the stories and, you know, like, if you don't believe in Jesus, you know, you're going to hell and all kind of, like, you know, things that, like, oh, my God, I, like, you know what I mean? But it was so hard for me to gather as a kid because I'm like, how can I believe in something that I can't see, you know what I mean? You're telling me that I have to do this, but, you know what I mean, I, I, I don't see it, you know what I mean? But as I got older, you know, I felt, you know, what God really was, you know what I mean, to to take, you know, push you to the next level to like, you know, if something happens, you're like, oh, okay, well, that was God, or wow, I could have, you know, died there, or, you know what I mean, wow, thank God I didn't do this, you know what I mean, and growing up, and, you know, everyone's saying, hey, well, you have to believe this, you have to do this, and when I met you, you were like, screw that bro yeah you gotta be free ain't no god out there dude They mean ain't nothing gonna happen to you bro and i'm like <laughs> oh my god this guy's going to hell you yeah. know what i mean and then i do my research and i start reading and i'm like oh well 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 maybe they do have a point here you know what i mean like just so many things that we can go into like you know what i mean well i mean that's
0: why i started reading the bible you know like, like uh i was interested in uh I was interested in all, all points of view right. after a while because my own perspective was not enough. It, right. it just, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't prove everything right. Right. beyond the shadow of a doubt. And, like, really, um, there's no difference between, say, a hardcore atheist and a hardcore Christian. No way. Where, you know, they're both sides of the same coin where they're both super convinced they're right and there's no wiggle room yes. for a conversation there. Yes. You know? And it's... uh. Uh, it just is a, it's not the best place to come from. Right. And you're not really going to learn anything about yourself or about anybody else or about the world for that matter. If you, if you're just walking around thinking you're right all the time. Right. And that's, that's really where I, um, I started my research into all the different religious processes, the Mm -hmm. spiritual processes. And it all actually stemmed from, um, you know, when I had that breakdown and I was, you know, I really fell into like a suicidal depression and I yeah. was very confused about my own reality because I was unable to make myself happy anymore with drugs and, and yeah. you know, at the outside world and just, you know, partying and having a good time. Yeah. And, uh, and it really came down to a lot of uh, like therapy, self-help books, psychology books, philosophy, religion, yeah. all these things that I was ignoring because of my beliefs
1: I was, that's that was exactly what I was gonna say. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know I'm probably gonna set, upset some people by saying this, but atheists is a religion as well. It is. Because you have to believe that there's no God, that, you know, that you have to believe these certain things. And that's the same thing with Christianity or any other religion. Well, I'm not gonna put every religion into that, but yeah. with Christianity, you know, if you're a Christian, basically you're saying Jesus is Lord. You know what I mean? That's the only difference between you being a Jew, a Muslim, and, you know, a Christian. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? For me, the atheism is, is the same thing. You know, you have to believe a certain way in order to, you know what I mean, truly, you know, accept what's going on. Yeah. And
0: and it's all just a, it's all just a, a flavor for the world that you're perceiving around you, man. You know, you can—when you're in that place— It seems like the right thing to do at the time. Whenever I was um, in that very atheistic, uh, materialistic state, I was very convinced that that's the way the world was, and everybody else was ignorant of, and not wanting to face reality. And um, and I was very confident in the fact that I knew what I was talking about. And then slowly, as I um, would say, I matured and did more research and opened my mind. And actually it was like accepting of these facts and these, uh, well, not, I don't even want to say facts at this point, uh, these concepts right? where, um, like the Bible, for instance, which is, I mean, we live in a world that was created by the Bible and the Christian yes. and the Western religions, the the Islam, Christianity, yes. and uh, Judaism. Yes. You know, and, uh, and that's the world we live in. I mean, you know, you talk about... Um, like God created the world in six days and rested on Seven. the seventh day. And it's like, how many days of the week are there? Right. Right. And it's like your basic, basic fundamentals of your reality right. are based around one. the Bible. And yeah. it's like, uh, um, fuck, what was the other one? It's like, uh, what year is it? Right. Right. Oh, it's, it's uh 2021. After the death of Jesus, right, 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 and it's right. like, yeah. So your whole foundational reality is based on the Bible. So you can't just throw that away right. and say that this has no effect on me and this has nothing to offer because it has a lot to offer. Yeah, and uh, and it has a lot. It can explain a lot about the the fundamental reality that you exist in right now. I'm not saying that you have to go out and believe one hundred percent that you know that the Christian version of. Uh, religious philosophy is the only version of philosophy that's worth accepting. Right. But it is something that you have to take into consideration when you're forming your reality around you because it is part of your reality. So just as much as everybody speaks English in in this country, it's not like we don't have an official language in America, but the majority of people are English-speaking people. You can't go around just saying that that's not true.
1: Right. And I think that's what a lot of the problem is, too. You know, everybody, like you said earlier, everybody lives in their own reality. So, you know, they want to be like, oh, no, well, that's God. But, you know, look on the dollar and God we trust. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, when you get married, you know, under the image of God, you know what I mean? And then like you were saying something like in the Bible, too, like if you look at our like the way that our brain and everything is shaped, you know what I mean? Or like what it looks like on the picture, it kind of looks like the universe. Yeah, it know? absolutely does. You know what I mean? So when he says made, in, made in, in my image, you know what I mean? If you look around, everything is kind of connected in a way.
0: Yeah, it's all the same thing, man. One hundred percent. It's all uh, the in in Buddhism, they get into the illusion of this reality, and one of the major illusions is the illusion of separateness—that your physical being is a separate thing from the world around you—and you're not. It, it's it's completely untrue. You're yes. you are the world, right? You're you're a part of it. Yes. If you take your perspective away from yourself, and you perceive reality from, say, a third person perspective, you're just another one of these people that's existing on this planet that came out of this planet and will go back into this planet, right? I mean, every every particle in your body, is it came from a sun that right. exploded fucking millions or billions of years ago right. and collected on this planet and created the soil and the soil created plant life and the plant life was eaten by animals and mm-hmm. we're part of those. We eat the plants, we eat the animals, yep. and, and you're just nothing but that... That soil, that particulate, like it's, it's, it's all just a cycle. 100%. You know, there's no... Uh, uh, Alan Watts likes to say, uh, you're not a result of the Big Bang. You are the continuation of the Big, Big Bang. Bang yes. You are the Big Bang. Right. This is just part of the process. Right. You're not separate from this universe. No. And that's one of the major illusions that we come from, where we think that there, we're, we're, we're inside of something right. as opposed to being something.
1: Well, just like how they try to separate it, you know what I mean? What about if when God say, let there be light, that yeah. could have been the Big Bang. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? Instead of, you know, everyone trying to, you know, separate it like you just said, you know, could be all one in the same. You know what I mean?
0: Well, that's really where I try to come from is uh, everybody has some kind of a point to make and everybody's got some piece of the puzzle. And some people try to say nobody has any pieces of the puzzle, which is also a place to come from. Right. Where um, that's one of my main meditations. That was one of my first meditation um, that really helped me get into the practice of that, which is uh, I am nothing and I know nothing. Right. And even, it, you know, I might be able to uh, uh, state my resources and create a bibliography of where all my information came from. That doesn't mean that where that information came from is actual factual, right you know everything's kind of a perspective of somebody, yeah, and I really don't know if any of it's true. you know I mean so I can't sit around saying what's true, that what's I know fact. what the fuck I'm talking about right And that was a that was a big thing for me to really accept because you have to just kind of let go yeah, just let it all go, man, and and just accept reality for what it, it is, is in this moment yeah. and and not worry about understanding it all because you'll never understand it. Your brain isn't built to understand it all. Yeah. You know, you're 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 playing a different game, which is the illusion of separateness game. Right. Where you're you get to perceive the world through this unique perspective with this unique coloration, these rose colored glasses that is Jamar and that is Jason. Right, right, right. But it doesn't mean that you are Jamar or that I am Jason. Right. It's essentially we're both part of the same awareness of the universe.
1: We are the universe. No, 100%. You know what I mean? And then a lot of people, I think it was Dick Gregory I heard this from, you know what I mean? Once you take the magical sunglasses off, you'll never be able to put them back on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of people walk around with magical sunglasses like to wear like, oh, it's just me, it's just me. But you know, when you take it off, you kind of like look around like, uh, I don't think this is the way we should be living. Uh, I don't think this we should do things. You know what I mean? Like, if we're tribal people, you know what I mean? Everybody paying 400 and some thousand dollars for you know these little houses right here and people don't even know their names of their neighbors you know yeah. what i mean the children don't even play with each other you know what i mean so i don't know I, do you think that they're pushing it this way you know what i mean oh, to, yeah. to make people think that you know what i'm saying
0: well if you if you like pay attention to any of the media outlets right oh. that's they're re- really trying to push that everyone's to. against you everyone's out to get you right. you know um and I'm not saying that you, if you just let your kids run around the streets, they're not going to get kidnapped by some pervert. Oh, well, yeah. Right? Because there are those people out there. But those people are not the majority of people. Yeah. They're a very rare exception right. to who the majority of people are, which are good people. Most people are good people. No. But there's this this crazy perception of the world where everybody's out to get you. Yeah. Everyone's going to take advantage of you, which there is a layer of that, right? I mean, humans will take advantage of situations when presented the opportunity. I definitely, uh, I'm not going to say that's not true. But for the most part, I mean, you know, everyone's not trying to break into your house. They're not trying to kidnap your kids. They're not trying to rape your wife. You know, it's like uh, they're, they're just, they're in their own game and they're focused on that. Right and they're trying to they're trying to solve all these problems in their own life. They don't have time for you. 100%. They, don't, they don't have time for your bullshit. And uh, and I try to go around like I walk my dog every day and I wave to everybody I see yeah, and one I'm one just one trying two to two. spread a little love in the air right. because most of the people that I wave at are going to ignore me or look at me like I'm fucking crazy. Right. And uh, it, it hurt for a while to do that and I continue to do it anyways because um you know you got to go out there and just spread some love around man yeah and you're not going to get it back and that's not the point and most right. of the time you're actually going to get some negative energy right and um and you're just going to have compassion for those people and say it's okay they're they're in their own game and their own illusions and they're lost in uh in this negative thought process that the world is is inherently evil or is inherently uh you know everyone's inherently bad and not inherently good
1: but not like 100 percent like you know like there's a big thing with, like, the racism thing going on right now. And, you know, I know that there is racism, you know what I mean? I've experienced it, you know, I've been put, po- you know, I haven't been to the certain extent to, like, you know, some of the things that we see on the media, but, you know what I mean? I've been through some things, you know. I'm a black guy, you know what I mean, walking through, you know, a neighborhood, you know, like, ah, oh, what is he supposed to be there? But, you know, most everyday average people, They're not racist. No. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm not going to say sit here and say that some of the rules and some of the, you know, things that have happened, you know, those things are racist. But the average day person that doesn't make the legislation or, you know, the average everyday person that has to get up and go to the same job that you go to or rides the same bus as you or, you know, hey, say like me and you. You know what I mean? The average everyday person, they're, they're not racist. You know what I mean? So. Right now we have this whole, like you're saying, people pushing narratives of, like, everyone's racist, but you know what I mean? It's a ridiculous narrative, man. Right, but you know what I mean? Like, the average everyday person is not racist. Now, I'm not saying, like, some rules aren't set up and well, the voting law, that's ridiculous. Like, you know what I mean? If If you can't go get an ID, you have to have an ID to go buy alcohol. You have to have a driver's license. You have to do these things in order to, like, I don't really understand. That's not racism, but you know what I mean? To where, if you have it to where... Okay, well, you know what I mean, we have fifteen you know white kids, and we oh we need one minority, okay, well, we'll just invite that you know what i mean that's you know that that's a little you know jacked up, but everyone in this country, in my opinion you know you you kind of have an opportunity, you know what i mean to make make it of what you will, you know what I mean, you have an mm-hmm. opportunity to to become a business owner, you have an opportunity to go to school, you have these things you, absolutely, you know so i I think us just everyone. We need to look around a little bit more and say, "Hey, you know what I mean? Well, is my neighbor racist? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, is the lady that I go, you know, to the grocery store with, is you know, is my teacher's or is my child's teacher or any of those people racist? The everyday people that you deal with, you know, are those people racist? Because you know you can have racists, but you don't never deal with those people. Yeah. And if you don't have those people around you, you don't have to worry about. Rac- I'm not gonna say you don't have, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Like the, if you know the people around you. And racism isn't a thing.
0: Yeah, well, it's such a it's such a rare thing to run into these days. Racism, man. Right. Like real, straight up racist people that right. just they, they make all their judgments on. Well, I mean, unless you're dealing with someone who's extremely left, and then everything's based on race yeah. and ethnicity to those people because they're trying to be the least racist people. Right. And it's this it's this uh, it's this ri- ridiculous hypocrisy that goes on. Right. And uh, you know, it's it. People just aren't inherently bad people, right. and the, especially in America. I mean, like, say your average person between thirty and forty years old right now, right? I mean, those people grew up in the eighties. We grew right. up in the eighties, man. Grew up together, we're freaking like, Captain you know Planet mean? and right. all that crap. Oh, yeah,
1: like Pokemon cards. Yeah, you know what I mean. Donkey Kong. You know all that stuff. All of uh, all of us were brought up
0: to to treat each other as exactly. equals, man. And uh, the the whole. Ideology that these people are racist inherently right. is is absurd, man. I mean, it's it's part of our initial indoctrination into the world to treat each other with equality, man. Right.
1: But I know you were born. You know, you were born in Stockton. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I I grew up. You know, here on the north on the north side. You know, on the military. So you know what I mean? We had all all races we had white black and you know what i mean everybody was pretty much on the same level you know yeah. what i mean if everybody you know get a bike for christmas you know no one was so much above each other like you know what i mean like it wasn't like the white kids you know what i mean they had all the jordans and all the video games they were sometimes they were just as broke as us yeah you know what i mean so i think we lose the fact of that like you know what i mean like the average everyday person grew up just like us you know what I mean? Like, hey, bro, let me borrow your, you know what I mean? I'll let you borrow uh, Final Fantasy VIII for Final Fantasy VII. Because, you know what I mean? The only way we were going to play it if, you know what I mean, we bought it. You know what I mean? A lot of our parents didn't have money like that. Oh, yeah. So, you know, like, it's kind of strange. Like you're saying, like, you know, it's not most of the people our age. You know, most of the people our age are like, shit, you know, Jace is my buddy, bro. Like He's yeah. he's a good guy. You know what I mean? But with the social media and you not being able to get out and actually talk to people, you know what I mean? You're just leaving a comment and then somebody leaving a comment by you and you don't even know that person's intentions. So I think we just, you know, it's kind of a little goofy time we live in right now, but. Yeah, it's really goofy. And I mean, I did deal with, I mean, t-
0: bringing up, growing up in Stockton, I mean, as a, as a teenager, I did deal with a lot of racism because there was a lot of confusion and separation going on, especially in the public school systems, and uh, it was a very, but I think it had more to do with the gang situation than it had to do with generic racism. Yeah. You know, it was a lot of, it was a lot of gang violence, which happened to, you know, be kind of a, yeah, it was kind of a racist uh, propagation of things because you were in a Mexican gang, you're a Mexican, you know, and right, the North right, right. and the South are Mexicans, right. and the Bloods and the Crips were black, right. and uh, all the goddamn Nazis were white, and <laughs> right, 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 fuck, right. and they all sucked, you yeah. know, they were all dicks. Equal, yeah. And they, but, you know, that was, that was coming from fear, man. Those people were, they were living in hard times and in violent places, and they were uh, simultaneously trying to instill fear on others and protect their families. Right a lot of the times, Except for the, you know, I mean, the the Nazis too were doing that, but those guys were real fucking dicks. Real Nazis. When you run into real fucking Nazis, like the ones that I grew up (laughs) with in Stockton, that shit is gross. And when you hear people like Antifa talking about punching Nazi, and it's like, you've never met a real Nazi kid. Right. You know, these people are not someone you're just gonna sucker punch Punch in the face. You better
1: watch out for them. You know, you're going
0: around hitting white people because they're white because you're racist right 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 Uh, yeah and uh yeah so I mean it I mean there are definitely those situations right but again in, in my lifetime that was a brief moment in my life where that shit was really around and really really apparent uh and as I became an adult it just all went away man
1: well, you know that's a, so that's a
0: definitely a young man's game, all that hate and violence.
1: Well, that's why it's so important like, you know what I mean, you 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 have to get out of your neighborhood. You have to see different things. Like, you know what I mean, if you sit there and you 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 stay in your neighborhood, then that's the only thing you're going to see and you're going to think of the world. But like, you know, you get out and like my whole thing, I play football. So, you know what I mean, like the cap the trips to California you know, going into the games to Arizona, and you know, just I played a lot of sports. So, just getting out and seeing different people and meeting new people and giving new people a chance is what really opened up my eyes. You know what I mean? But, like in California, I don't know if this was done on purpose or not, but you know, I remember when I went to the studio out there in LA, they were recording, and I was like, you know, you, the studio's tedious. You know, you know. Oh my God. You know, you can record the same lyric for the. Two hours, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, man, I'm going to walk to the store, dude. And they're like, no, you can't leave. And I'm like, well, why not? The store's like right there. And they're like, no, we all have to go to the store. Yeah. And, you know, we get to the store right there, and it's like, I don't know if they do this on purpose or not, but you got the Crips right here, and then the Bloods right here, and then, you know— uh, the Latino gang right across the street, you know what I mean? And it's all right here in this little circle. So, of course, there's going to be a lot of little violence and everything right there because the apartment complex next to this one is a crip and this one is a blood, you know what I mean? If you right there next to each other and the bus stop's right here. Yeah. So everybody has to go right here in this common area, you know what I mean? So... That's it's going to be violent right there, especially if, you you know, there's no communication. You know, you can't walk anywhere. It's like being in the jungle. You know what I mean? If the lion don't get you, the tiger going to get you. You know what I'm saying? So I know exactly what you're saying. I don't know if that was done on purpose. You know what I mean? That could be, you know, but that's that's the you know, I'm not going to say the history, but, you know, what I mean, that's someone drawing maps or, you know, someone putting all these people in, you know, in these areas, you know, causing. To me, it causes, you know, confliction. You know what I mean? Just being in that small, what, four block radius? Yeah. You know what I mean? And if that's the only thing, place that you know, that's the only where you go, and that's the only thing you know, you know, of course violence and all that stuff is going to happen right there.
0: Yeah. But that's an, uh, and of course that, that's again like gang violence. Right. You know, that's bloods in the crypts. That's going to be black on black violence. 100%. That's not a, that's not racism coming into the play. 100%. And even if the Mexican gangs are getting involved, this is still gang warfare. This is gang violence, man. And, uh, it's, it's, it's hard, man. It's really hard for these people who are put in these situations. Yeah. You know, they're, they're coming from really hard times and, and they're you know taking care of a lot of people and they don't have
1: the, the opportunities yeah. and the
0: resources that they require to to get themselves out of those situations. And this big perpetuation of this hard situation keeps continuing.
1: Hey, man, but it, it's going to have to come to a point in time to where people are going to have to take accountability for what's going on. Like, you know, what yeah, I mean? so schools and societies can't, you know, change all this. Like, you know, what I mean, if you had this child. You need to be responsible for this child. And if you you can't afford this child, then God knows, don't go create another one. But let's figure this out. Like, how can we help this child? Because the children are the most important thing that we have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I I just feel like we have a lot of people who, when you have a child, in my opinion, your life is over. You know what I mean? Your life should be surrendered to that child because, you know what I mean, you should be ready to take care of the child. You know what I mean? parents shouldn't be praised for doing what they're supposed to do with their child you're supposed to make sure that child has food you're supposed to make sure that that child has a house a house over his head you're supposed to make sure that that child is educated that's your job as a parent you know what i mean and a lot of people i believe want to be praised for being a parent but that's not how it should be you you had that child that child didn't have you You know what I mean? So take responsibility for him or take responsibility for him or her. If you know she or he are out here doing these things, then you as a parent need to stop and correct those behaviors. You know what I mean? And I think we've got away from a point to where we want society or we want the teacher or we want everyone to, you know, do our jobs for us. You know what I mean? Society didn't have those children. You had those children. And I'm sorry that you had those children in the circumstances that you did, but, you know, it's your job as that child's parent to fix that before that child gets out of your, you know, your custody. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: I think a lot of people rely on the public education system to and the public welfare system to take care of all their problems. Right. And that doesn't, that just creates more problems. And... uh. Ed- I was reading a thing about uh, when all that came into effect, man. A lot of these uh, lower-income communities and these impoverished communities were actually starting to pull themselves out, and then the welfare system came into play, Yeah. and it just gave them this crutch to lean on, Right. and it just started perpetuating itself, incentivizing... The uh, the welfare the con- state, yeah, the conditions that they have to exist in to continue to receive this free money, right? And instead of doing something about their problems themselves, they're like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep collecting this check 100%. because, I mean, humans are going to do essentially the easier, easier thing. Yes, that's what we do. That's why we've evolved into this state that we're in. Yes, because we take the easiest route to get to what we need. Right, and uh, you know, where it's just adaptability. And it's nobody's it, – it, when you present people with that opportunity, they're going to take, take it 100% of the time. They're going to take that opportunity right. and take advantage of it. I mean, right. we're, humans are notorious for taking advantage of the situation. Right.
1: But so. then that's what I'm saying. The people in charge, why are you – you know, like – Well, they know that shit. Yeah, I know. But, you know, but then this is where we can go into this whole rant and, you know, we can get into conspiracy theories and things of that nature. But I think us as the people need to just – Start governing ourselves a little bit more, like you know what I yeah. mean. Like take responsibility for yourself and your own actions. One hundred percent. And you know, like you know, I, back in the day, I used to be like, "Nah, we need to help those people." But you know, now I, you know, I'm I'm older now. You know what I mean? I eventually want to make some, you know, really decent money, and I mm. I don't have any real I don't have any real responsibilities. You know, what I mean, I don't have any children or anything like that. So, you know, why do I have to give my resources? You know, I worked hard for this. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it it took a while. I didn't you know what I mean? I, I had to learn the world. I had to learn the skill. I had to, you know, go out there and I had to work. Nothing was really given to me. Yeah,
0: that's where you got to where you are now.
1: Right. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, I don't I just feel like I should not have to get like and don't get me wrong. Like there shouldn't be any homeless. Like we got too much food. We got too much resources. There's too many buildings. There's too much yeah. everything. No one should be homeless But, you know, I mean, I shouldn't be funding, you know, I mean, someone holds operation and, you know, this person is out laying on the street. You know what I mean? Like that to me, that doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah. It's just the distribution of resources, man. And also people don't want to go to these homeless shelters and people that are homeless. A lot of them have uh, mental illnesses. They can't really take care of themselves and they become a uh, they become really detrimental to the system. Right. If they're around these other people, you know, they 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 might be violent. They, you know, they well, there's all kinds of crazy things that that go on with these people. They're not just like lazy people who don't want to work. Yes, a lot of them uh, they have serious issues mentally, and they actually. I mean, some of these people do need to be taken care of.
1: No, one hundred percent. And we have all these jails. We have all these yeah. people in these jails that you know I mean, they're able-bodied. You know what I mean? They may be done something stupid, but like me and you, like you know, what I mean, I've known you for almost a decade, and from the first time I met you to now, it's like you know you're still Jason, but you know, your your whole thought on life is just different. So, you know, what I mean, being able to sit down that long, you know, what I mean, they may want to come out and, you know, what I mean, change lives or, or help now. And then, you mm-hmm. know, we can really get those people in there, take the bars off of there. You know what I mean? And hey, here's a, stay, a place for you to stay. You know what I mean? We're going to try to help you get on your feet or we're going to help you get on your feet. You know what I mean? A, a rehabilitation program. You know yeah. what I mean? And if everybody can't do it, you know what I mean? Like we can just create jobs. Hey, okay. Well, you live here. You know. Hey, we need trash picked up at the parks. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we need volunteer crosswalks, or you know, cross Carson guards. You know. Hey, we need bus aides. You know what I mean? Every like you're saying, everyone is not, you know, able bodied to go and, and and you know go out there and. And get a job or get a skilled trade. So how about we do the humanly thing and, hey, we, you know, we need the beaches cleaned up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, just just think. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And we need, uh, you know, more mental facilities. 100%. Places for these people that are just, they're they're not mentally coherent and they're not going to be able to even pick up, you know, you can't just take them and have them pick up trash or something like that. You know, they're just, uh, they just need to be. Really well looked after and and taken care of because they're a burden to themselves and they're a yeah. burden to society and and that's just a that's just a problem that we have to deal with. We can't just let these people suffer on the streets 100%. because they don't contribute. And uh, and I mean, um, I was I listening to a lecture by George Peterson where he talks about mm-hmm. the IQ cutoff for the military? Right, if you have a if you have an IQ of eighty or less, then the military can't even use you, oh. <laughs> and you're just this you're just this person who isn't really going to be contributing and you're gonna be a burden on the system and that we just got to take into account for those kinds of people and really have system, like a nice safety net social system in place to, uh, to accommodate for people that unfortunately weren't born with the, uh, the capabilities that the rest of us were born with. And uh, I know I for a long time was uh, under the impression that you know if you just work hard, if you just put in the effort, you know, uh, yeah, like, for instance, me playing me playing bass, right? I got pretty good at doing that. Yeah. And it was because I consistently put in time and I dedicated myself and sacrificed other things that were going on in my life. And eventually, over time, I got good enough to do certain things. Right. And I was under the impression that everybody can do that. And all you got to do is really stop being so lazy right. and commit yourself. But... um. You know, it really doesn't seem to be the case anymore. The more I, I look into these social these social conditions and these yeah. uh, mental conditions, um, and especially with the people that end up having an IQ under eighty, if the military can't even use them, I mean, what are we going to use
1: these fucking people for? Right, but then, but but then again, though, isn't that like back in your development years, like your parents, right? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? What- I don't think so
0: with IQ. I think IQ is more of a something you're kind of born with. You nah, could test okay. a child's IQ and an adult's IQ, and they'll, uh, you right, can gain a few points here or there, but basically they're going to stay the same. It's more of a comprehension uh, test than it is, like, a knowledge-based test or, like, if you can, you know, repeat certain circumstances. Uh, and so it becomes this, this question of, like, do we just let these people fail? Well,
1: no. Like, you know, like, nah, we shouldn't let them fall. Of course not. But, you know, I'm not trying to you know, sound like an asshole or anything, but, like, yeah. what about, like, Amazon? You know what I mean? It's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, you know, you don't have to be, you know what I mean? You don't have to have an IQ that smart, you know, that high in order to, you know, slide this down here, tape this, and push this down here. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to, yeah, you, you know, sound like an asshole or anything like that, but, you know, we, they can do some things, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to make it sound like, you know, that they can't do anything.
0: Well, yeah, and I mean, uh for sure they can do certain things, but like, uh, I don't know. It seems like there's definitely got this percentage of, of humanity. That's just, uh, unfortunately we're not sp- like Sparta where we just, right, we just kill these yeah. people off if they're not really worth keeping around. There's not like this, this test that we put everybody through at childhood that goes, Oh, well, you got eaten by the wolves. Right. That's better for society because now we don't have to deal with the burden of you. Um, it just, uh, If we're going to make sure that, you know, like medical science keeps everybody from dying at birth and, you know, people that uh, they can't walk, they can't move, maybe they can't feed themselves. But those people are going to keep that body alive for the entire, you know, uh, time time span that it's actually capable of being alive for. It's like that's got to come from somewhere. Or, you know, otherwise we've got to just start killing everybody that's not yeah. that doesn't have an IQ above 80.
1: I would, I would just below like 80. I would like to know, like, the percentage of, you know, the percentages, you know, what I mean, of me the, see. I got my computer here of the people who are just like, you know, they they can't do it as far as the people who just don't want to do it. You know what I mean? I think we have a lot of people nowadays that. Just don't want to do it, and I'm not. Saying, like, I would say there's even more
0: people that don't want to do it, and right. just would rather take advantage of government systems right. than there are the people that have an IQ below eighty.
1: Right, and that's what I'm saying though too. Like you know what I mean? I think a lot of people, you know, like you're saying, like, the easy way is you're gonna take it nine times out of ten, and society has made it so easy for everyone just to, you know, not do anything. You know what I mean? And I understand, the like, you know, the uh, the mental cha- mentally challenged and things like that. You know, they can't do things. They can't do certain things, and they shouldn't do certain things. But we do have a lot of people who should be doing a lot more than what they're doing. Oh, I agree 100% with that. Um, you
0: know, people really, uh, like I said before, they're going to take advantage of anything they can take advantage of. and uh And we're just, we're kind of stuck with that burden on society if we want to keep everybody as part of society. Like, if you're born an American and we're not going to start doing the whole, uh, what is it, Gattaca, right? (laughs) Where we we completely manipulate everybody's genetics. And if you have some kind of mental or physical deficiency, we just can't, you know, we just uh, terminate the uh, pregnancy before they're born and all that kind of. uh, dystopian-ish know, we, we might, future.
1: We might be getting there. Uh, well,
0: I mean, slowly, right? So there's, like, uh, advents like CRISPR where, uh, you know, you can actually manipulate your own genetics well, with a I'm package saying. you can get on Amazon at this mm-hmm, point. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, there's there's definitely the future where um, a lot of people will be genetically conditioned and, from birth just in general. Yeah, and Like, it'll just be the whole designer baby concept. And, um, and like not – it's kind of like steroids in sports. Right. After a generation or two of that where people are able to, con, you know, genetically modify their children before they're born right. to be, you know, in the higher percentile IQs and better physical stats, uh, it's, it's going to be unfair competition for everybody else that's just having natural-born children and leaving it up to the roll of dice. And then, you know, you have – your entire society has no choice to but to competitively – competitively manipulate their children's DNA before they're born. And again, that, I mean, that does lead to a society where we're not catering to this percentile of people right. who uh, they aren't really contributing back to the society, but we're allowing anybody who rolls a bad, bad dice to still play the game through. Right. Um, and so it's like, it's definitely a morality and a philosophy question of where do we draw the line? Because uh, what does this say? one in every oof that seems like a lot
1: I'm just saying like one in what every ten
0: it says like 10% is around 80 oh wow <laughs> yeah 10.564% to is the 80 uh, the IQ of 80 so I mean that's a lot of it's a lot of people man you know in america alone that's 33 million people if we have a population of 330 million right so uh yeah geez that's a lot of people that end up being almost completely useless we can't even use them in the uh military so yeah i mean i mean so these questions really do come into play these morality questions of what are we supposed to do you know
1: where's where are all these where are all these people coming from like you do know what it be like yeah
0: you know i mean it's it's just um, bad genetics you know and like the uh we've really stopped evolution from taking hold as a, as a, as a society and as a species man like you know uh, evolution is really supposed to reward the higher level genetic specimens yeah. with populating the planet with their dna, DNA and yeah. the people that are lower level specimens they don't get to. Right. But now it's like we allow everybody to exist and medical science is keeping that going. So of course the lower level specimens are breeding with lower level specimens. And then, I mean, I sound like a total fucking Nazi right now talking about this kind of shit, but, uh, you know, and then they, they continue to decrease the IQ of the population, but simultaneously, you know, people are increasing the IQ of the population as well. People are uh, a lot. There's uh, some pretty amazing people out there today. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, it's 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 kind of going in both directions as opposed to going in one direction like evolution would um, right. allow it to. You know, we, we let people fall at the wayside. And right, if right, right. you're born with a physical or mental con- condition, you then, you know, it. you're going to get eaten by lions because right. we can't just carry you the whole time. 100%. Uh, and uh, so it's, you know, it's, it's hard, man. You know, these people did actually, you know, win the genetic lottery it, when it comes down to how many people we can create through DNA. Right. It's an extremely high number, and actually being born in general is just a huge blessing. You know, I mean, it is. It's like winning the lottery like 10 times in a row that you even exist, that your genetic code actually got pulled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it kind of sucks to take that away from somebody who managed to make it to this plane of existence, and now you're here in this three-dimensional world, and we're just going to cut it off for you. Right. But... At the same time, you know, there's the whole society thing. But then he gets into the the concept of like, what's society for in in
1: general, the, yeah. in general,
0: right? Is it is society there just to perpetuate the society, or is society there to make the individual's life a better existence? Because it's like you you have the example of someone who is off the grid, and they're growing their own food and taking right. care of their own water filtration and building their own furniture and. Right that's a difficult life and you got to learn a lot of things and you got to figure out a lot of things for yourself and you got to really be responsible and take care of yourself. Mm. And we have the situation we're in now where for the most part I can click a button on my phone right. and literally anything I can imagine will be delivered to my door within 2 days if not immediately.
1: Right, right, right.
0: And I don't have to know how to do anything. Right. Honestly, if I especially if like I was born and my parents have money yeah <laughs> and yeah. they're just going to give me a trust fund yeah, and now I literally don't have to contribute shit. Right. And I have, in society, will, will really make my life great. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what is, so do we want to perpetuate society for the existence of itself? Or is it is it really just here to make my life fantastic? And if it stops making the individual's life fantastic, is it really worth continuing?
1: Yeah. Uh, I definitely cannot disagree with anything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> so... I don't know. I think uh, I think life is what you make it. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? I think if you—I think it's kind of both. I think if you take life and grab it by the horns and, you know, just go and realize, hey, like you said, like the, the off-grid guy, you know what I mean? He knows that, hey, if I don't get this wood chopped by the sun going down, then there's not going to be any light. I'm not going to have any fire. I'm not going to have food. I'm not—you know, this is going to be a, a horrible night. You know, just versus the guy that's sitting on the couch, you know, watching the game and like, "Ah, I want a beer, but, you know, I'll just wait till after the fourth quarter and then, you know, I can go, go get it. Yeah. You know, later on, you know what I mean? But I think it's just how you look at it. Like, and it's kind of weird. I just thought of this, like when you said, like the guy that's the, you know, off the grid, he's always kind of got to work. But, you know, the entrepreneur, the guy who, you know, is always working, he is the guy off the grid. You know what I mean? He's not living off grid, but he's always working. And, you know, the guy who doesn't, you know, the guys who don't succeed, well, I throw, the men and women who don't succeed are more like the guys who, you know, sit on the couch and, you know, ah, well, I'll do it later. You know what I mean? Ah, I'll do this. Or, ah, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's a little bit of both. You know what I mean? I think it's just like how you see life. You know what I mean? If you If you see it as where... Hey, I'm just going to go get it. No one's going to give it to me. I have to do it. Then, you know, nine times out of 10, you're just going to do it. But, you know, if you raised or I'm not even going to say raised, if you like you're saying, like you're a rich kid, you know what I mean? You you, your parents have money. You know, you don't know what it is to struggle. You don't know what it is to, you know, wear Levi's. You know what I mean? You're used to wearing Gucci all the time. You know what I mean? So. You really don't have to have the same urge, or you know, the same urgency as the guy who knows, hey, if I don't get this wood chopped, then we're not going to eat tonight.
0: Yeah, and like those people, especially like the people that uh, don't have to do anything, you know, stoicism would say that uh, those people have never really. Discovered what they're capable of because without the struggle without the difficulties in life and the challenges to overcome right. you're never put in a position where you have to push yourself past your current state of being right. and Actually see what you're what you you are physically and mentally capable of accomplishing in this lifetime And I think those challenges are really important. know, yeah,
1: it's Would, Do you think that it'll help like how they do in other countries like, you know, I know in Israel my buddies from Israel and, you know, Oof. they – they yeah, it's kind of rough over there right now. Yeah, um, but, you know, uh, everyone's forced to go to the military over there. Like, you know, you, you have to go to the military. You have to – I'm not sure if it's a two-year or four-year stint. Yeah. When you graduate high school, you have to go to the military. You know what I mean? So do you think that if we install that, you know what I mean, a little bit more discipline, a little bit more, you know, hey, you have to do something. You can't just – sit around and, and not do anything. Like, you know what I mean? If you're not going into college right away or, you know, if there's something that you're not going like if there's something that you're not going to do right away, then hey, you know, you can go into the military and serve for, you know, two years. I know? think it'd be great. You know what I mean? It'll teach you discipline, you know what I mean, it'll give you a jump start on you know what I mean, on life. You know, and then if you don't really have anything, you know, that you really want to do, you can go you stay in, you know, work there for twenty years and retire. You know what I mean? And have a good life. You know, if you go in at 18 and you'll be done by 38. Yeah. I mean, you got, well, most men live to, what, 65? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? You got what? Getting closer to 72 now, actually. Right. So what, if you retire at 35, you got, what, 42 years to live? That's pretty fantastic. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? And then if we have more people, you know, more constructive people. So, you know, if all the young people are working and all the old people are here with the children, you know what I mean? That may, you know, even some things out a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, the the youth was going off and they're fighting for the country, you know what I mean? Because I was listening to something, they're like, well, if we had to go against China's, you know, military, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like if the boot's on the ground, like, you know yeah. what I mean? If they were here, you know, like if you don't got a gun, I don't think there's going to be too much hand-to-hand combat. You yeah. know what I mean? And China's scary,
0: man, and especially the moves they're making on like Taiwan and uh, they're threatening <sighs> the borders of Australia and things like that and, uh, right. you know, really gearing up a Navy that's, pretty intimidating the world government yeah i mean we're we're looking at an uh you know a possibility of like a real world World war three kind of scenario about to take place here yeah and uh and you know they're really taking advantage of the situation with biden being in office and him not really doing anything about them uh you know making all these advances on their territories and it's, it's really it's really scary, man. You know, they, they really see it as an opportunity right now. Right. You know, to,
1: to make moves. Well, they already have. If you notice, they're, you know, over in Africa. You know, they yeah. basically own Africa, basically, because, you know, they're bringing in the infrastructure. You know, basically, hey, we'll build you this bridge. We'll build you these buildings. We'll build you this school. And then, you know, you just pay us back. But, you know, if you can't pay us back, then you just become part of China. Yeah. You know what I mean? So essentially the whole east coast of the United States, it's
0: uh, the same It's the same thing. We got that shit up for collateral, and, for loans for China. And oh, yeah. Everything. And California,
1: too. You yeah. Know I mean, China and out here, too. You know, there's when the crash happened back in 08, they came in and saved us. You know, a lot of people forgot. You know what I mean? They bought most of the bonds. You know what I mean? That we had. You know what I mean? They basically saved us back in the day. Well, Damn. I'm not going to say saved. but well, they, you know. They I, bought us. Yeah, and, you know, uh, I don't know, man. It's, you know, and then here's where we get into some of the conspiracy stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. with the economy and everything, like, you know, like, I remember, well, you know, I'm just going to say uh, A. Jones. I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> you know, I remember hearing him Go off and say some crazy things, and I'm like, wow, this guy's crazy. But it was, like, 15 years ago, and, like, now I'm just like, um, <laughs> sure, maybe he had a point, or, you know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of things that he said come came true, and, yeah. they're, and they're still coming true. Right, well, you know, he even said something about, like, a virus or something like that, or, like, a... a what did he call it? Like a uh, a planned you know, a planned pandemic or something like that. Some of the things that he used to say and he was going off on all these rants and tangents and you know what I mean, maybe he was doing all that because he was like, I know what you know, you you know when you get excited and you wanna tell somebody something and, you know, no one's listening to you, so you just mm-hmm. like I'm going to go to Mount Everest, and I'm going to just stream it, and I don't care how you receive it or anything. You know oh, yeah. What I mean? Well, he's definitely got some kind
0: of crazy-ass, like, ADHD condition or <laughs> something like that. That man is wild. Yeah. But he also he also brings a lot of documentation to the table, and yeah. he does a lot of good research. And, uh, you know, the, the stuff he's talking about sounds batshit crazy, and then all right. of a sudden it comes to fruition. Right. And you're like, fuck, is Alex Jones not crazy? I mean, right, I thought right, he was right. crazy. Right, right, right. And maybe he is, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the things he say says, come, they, they come, come true, true or they yeah. are true. And it's like, is the world really that messed up, especially when it comes to <laughs> uh, the political system and the, you know, the the underground level of who's actually controlling things and pulling strings. Well, see, yeah, Yeah. It, it's creepy, man. man.
1: That could be actually where I believe most of the racism comes from. Yeah. You know what I mean because the people who are in office or the people who makes these legislation uh, legislations, you know what I mean like like what's that? The House of uh, not the house or the congress. Yeah. You know, what I mean, those people don't ever change seats. Why don't they change seats?
0: Yeah, well, that's a that's a big flaw in our system, man. The the the, the, the career politician shouldn't be a yeah. thing. It really shouldn't. Right. And uh and I kind of like the the way Greece used to do it, man, ancient Greece, you know, the kind of the, the mother of democracy. Right. It was kind of a... Uh, you, you would just kind of randomly get selected for jury duty, but you would get randomly selected to office. Yeah. And sure, some morons would get put in, and they may might do something stupid, or right. they'd be the collective people in office, but you get a more um, legitimate perspective of what society really wants, because now you're doing it all by lot. It's all random. Right. It's, not, it's not people who can afford to bombard the media and buy the election because that's really what it comes down to, right? right they just, right, they right. buy it. Who has more money? And uh, and who's willing to just be out on the road and campaign and take over all the news stations and social media and all the yeah. f- football games yeah. and you see them everywhere. Yeah. And uh, and they get that two-party system going where it's yep. like it's either this guy or that guy. And and who has more money? Who has more campaign funds? Right. Oh, well, that's the person that's going to win usually. Right. Uh, and so you're buying the government. And that's really just the foundation of corruption. I mean, it's it's uh, it's always going to lead to corruption if yeah. that's the situation. You can just buy power like that, and then you can make the laws up for yourself. And so, yeah, de- I mean, term limits. I, the problem is, is the people that have to impose the term limits are the people that are going to suffer from that, right? And they'll probably never do it. And mm. it's it's kind of one of those uh, those those pickles that we're in as a country, man, where. Yeah, you know what are we supposed to do about that?
1: Well, we getting really close to the to the Rome, you know the Romans. Then remember they, yeah. were, you know how I, I heard a quote a little while ago um, where they were saying like the Romans we we rule the whole world is afraid of us. You know what I mean? The whole world is afraid of us, but you know what I mean? We can't get anything you know right inside. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like we're crumbling from the inside. You know what I mean? Like. That's exactly what happened to Rome. You know, no one wanted to, you know, attack Rome. No one wanted to, you know, go to war. No, Rome is, that's Rome. You know what I mean? But what happened was in the inside, you know, they started infighting. You know what I mean? Parties started fighting with each other. And then that's when shit rolls downhill. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you mess up a whole society based off of ego and, and feelings. And, and, you know, you lose sight of this key you've been using this whole time. Humanity. Yeah You know what I mean And you know You have all this money You know what I mean Which If people didn't Just like cryptocurrency Which I don't Really get Why everybody's Spending all their money On it But you know what I mean Like Just like If we didn't accept The dollar as cash You know what I mean And one day We just say Oh this is just A piece of paper Yeah You know what I mean It's 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 nothing You know what I mean It's not gonna buy you anything It's not gonna buy you any food We can be just like Venezuela So for us to be so Money hungry And, you know, who's got a bigger house? Who's got this and who's got that? Like, bro, that's pointless to me. It is pointless.
0: It's really, it's the, uh, it's one of the major causes of suffering, man, is desire and attachment to the physical world. Right. And the whole competition. And, like, I love Sad Guru. He talks about, um, he goes, your happiness only comes from someone else's misery. He goes, you're only happy whenever you are in a better situation than the people around you. If the people around you are in a better situation than you're in, then you're miserable and you suffer. But if everyone else is suffering around you and you're in a better situation than they are, you have no compassion for them and you're you're the happiest you've ever been. And that's really um, that's a sad psychological state to be in. Yeah. Because A, your, your happiness is now attached to the outside world and conditions that you have no real control over. Right. And uh, and B, you have no compassion for your fellow man anymore, and you're really just competing with everybody for things that don't matter, you know, like physical objects and and these illusions of power and yeah. and, and just grand ideas of what make you a better person. You know, I have I have a better wardrobe, right? My clothes are more expensive, my shoes are more expensive, my car's worth a quarter of a million dollars, and uh, so that makes me better than the guy who. Was born in poverty, and you know he has a ten thousand dollar Kia,
1: right? And right. it's like, man, that doesn't. Yeah, but people but, don't realize if the power shut off tomorrow, all this stuff that we have is be useless. We'll be right back at the in the in the caveman. Yeah, you know what I mean. If we don't have power, there's no running water. There's no gas running. There's no solar charging your car. You know what I mean? There's nothing. You can't go to the bank and pull out any kind of money. You can't do anything. So if you don't have the skills or know someone with the skills to, you know what I mean, survive at that point in time. Everybody's going to be pretty much stuck like Chuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what I really don't understand why everybody's, you know, and I'm don't get me wrong, you know what I mean? I'm you know, I want a play PlayStation 5, you know what I mean? You know, I want to get a big TV and stuff like that, but you know what I mean, just like how you said earlier to stomp on someone, to know that you're screwing someone over to to get this house or get this car or you know what I mean? Anything, anything you do to have to stomp over someone else to get what to make you happy. I just don't see how people, you know what I mean? I don't I don't understand how you can do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like me as a human being, I want to treat and go back to the Bible. Do on to others as you do on to, your, you know, do on to others as you want done to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people need to go back to that. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean. You know, that's another problem I see, uh, is everybody getting, oh, worked up over the separation of church and state, which is a a super important part of our, uh, of our society. And I definitely am not saying that's a bad thing. Uh, but they want to destroy and dismantle religion entirely as if it's some, some horrible antiquated concept. And really it's the basis of all of our moral structure and all of our moral foundation. And, and you can see as this these more recent generations, the millennials and the generation uh, Z kids come up and religion is really lo- frowned upon and looked right. at as like some kind of uh, antiquated concept and that, that shouldn't be involved in any of this stuff. They have no sense of morality and they have, they, they're kind of floundering in society as to what to do with their lives and they're clinging to this, these physical things, right. they're clinging to likes on social media, and their cell phone's the most important thing they have, and they can't really exist in the world without these physical objects around them. You know, you can't just have them just give me your phone and sit in the park and just enjoy the breeze for just a moment, just be in your... Right. Just be, and that's, like, that's not going to happen, man.
1: No, nah, well, you know... With atheism, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to, you know, bash on atheism or anything, but when you when you go from facts, you know what I mean, living your life based off of facts to, you know, theory, a, you know, scientifical theory, hey, this is what can happen or this is what we think happened. We're not for sure, but we think this is what happens. You build a society of people who like, ah, well, I think we should do this way. Or there's no God, there's no consequences, you know what I mean? Ah, Forget about it. We don't have to do that. You know what I mean? We don't have to uh, do unto others as they want done unto themselves. We don't have to, you know, respect anything. We don't have to respect nature. There's no consequences for what we do and what we say. You know what I mean? And if you believe in a fact, you're like, hey, well, I know if I kick this person, it's going to hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, that is a guy. You know what I mean? Hey, that is a girl. You know what I mean? Like, we we've given society too you know what i mean too many excuses to live the way that they want to live you know what i mean and no one's coming in and saying hey ah shit <laughs> hold on we take a break
0: yeah <clears throat> but yeah it's like uh the whole morality argument comes down to uh it, it's important it's important to have these philosophical and religious concepts in your life man it's, it's the structure that it brings is kind of crucial to our existence. It's the reason that it's been around for so long, man. Yeah. And uh, getting rid of it and trying to just live without these basic rules and these basic morals leads to massive depression. I mean, one of the things that I've I um, that really hurts me inside is uh, seeing the current generation uh, doing literally the exact opposite of everything that I've found to bring so much peace and clarity and joy into my life which is the um the eightfold path of buddhism kind of things the the taoism uh the the simple way of being where you let go of all these attachments to self you let go of the attachment to ego and uh you know you just you you try to behave in such a way that you don't hurt anybody and you don't conflict with anybody and you don't attach yourself to the world and your desires and your aversions to things. And I see everybody in society just doing the exact opposite, man. They're just, they're, they're diving inward to their ego. Yeah. And they are essentially like living on the morality sense of like the seven deadly sins from Christianity. Yes. You know what I mean? Like that becomes their moral principles. Right. You know, pride is one of the most important things to these people now. Yeah. And there's a reason that pride is one of the worst things you can commit, and it's because it really destroys you internally. You know, and if you're running around thinking that you're the greatest person ever and that all these physical uh, ideas of who you are is who you are, yeah. you're going to fall into depression. You're going to fall into all kinds of delusions of self, and you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to hurt everyone around you yeah and uh it's just it's really sad to see man you know i've been working uh, for me personally i've been working on myself pulling myself out of 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 a hole of of these kinds of despair depression for several years now right and i look around me and i see everybody doing all the things that lead down that hole right. and they're doing it with such grandeur and such uh such confidence that this is the new way. And it's like, there's no new way, man. You know, like, uh, you know, like the Bible's 2,000 pages almost. The the Old Testament and the New Testament, they've gone through damn near every scenario that can exist in this human game we're playing. And if you go to the Vedas, you know, of Hinduism, that's like the Encyclopedia Britannica collection. I mean, there's just...
1: <laughs> and you see the common in in both of them, though. You know, yeah, in, all the religions.
0: But there's no, there's not going to be a new way. Way, man. Like there's, there's ways that work, right? And there's ways that lead to personal hell. Yeah. And for me, when I'm reading things like the Bible or these, uh, you know, these scriptures, um, when they talk about hell and heaven, I don't really consider those to be physical planes of existence I, I consider them to be psychological planes of existence yeah when you commit these seven deadly sins you exist in hell man yeah you know when you're when you're basing all of your uh, all of your pleasure on lust and greed and pride and gluttony yep, yep, yep. right you're never going to be satisfied you're always going to be chasing down your compulsive desires yep. and you're going to live in this personal continual state of hell. And and it it becomes very real for you, and you fall into these suicidal depressions, and so everything is terrible. You know, you, you get in that place where, um, even on a beautiful day, all you can see are the bad things. Yeah, and it's because you're so wrapped up in your psychological state and right. your ego tripping, on who you think you are. Right. Matters.
1: Right. Right. Right.
0: And uh. Yeah, it just it's just uh, it's hard to watch, man. It's hard to watch when you you just can uh, you can see everybody just falling deeper and deeper down that hole. Yeah, and they want to start passing legislation to like convince everyone this is the way to exist and force people and regulate speech so that all this physical attachment and 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 ideology to their their ego and their, their, their physical state of being, you know, is, is more important than their spiritual state of being. They don't have this morality to fucking rely on.
1: Right. So. But if you don't have to believe in anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're lost. Exactly. You know, just like you're saying, like the principles of, of religion is not to, I would say if you take the good things out of religion, like you're saying, like, you know, I mean, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be, you know, power hungry. All the things that the religions say and all the religions, you know. Religion isn't perfect, but like you're saying, it's giving us a base ground of how we should be as people. You know what I mean? Do unto others. I know I've said that like 20 times, but, you know, do unto others as you want done unto yourself. You know what I mean? Respect your neighbor. You know what I mean? It's just so many things that we can learn from it. And when we don't have... Like you were saying earlier, when we don't have something just to believe in or, you know, like, hey, well, I can do whatever I want to whenever I want to. Who? Screw that person. Screw you. Screw this. Screw that. You know what I mean? And we have a world the way that the world is now. Yeah. People existing in in
0: solipsism, you know, the idea that you're the only actual person living this game and everybody else is just like non-player characters that don't matter. Right. And you go through you go through your existence like that, and you're gonna suffer immensely, right? Because now you're all alone in this world,
1: and you're just well. A lot of people are alone in the world. You know what I mean? They just post these pictures, and you know they get all these likes, but they don't know any of these people that are giving them these likes or giving the attention. But you know they don't talk to their friends anymore, or you know they don't talk to their families or their brothers and sisters. You know what I mean? Their life is their phone you know this virtual world of people giving you fake likes or giving you fake attention but you know the real people that matter in your life they're not there
0: yeah well maybe they're telling you that what you're doing isn't the best thing right and that's hard to hear and a lot of times you can just block that out from people right but uh i think that's really where your personality and your reality comes from you know uh, the five people you spend most of your time around And their approval or disapproval of your behavior. Right. And when you just go around looking for approval and don't take the disapproval in the same uh, fashion, it really leads to, uh, you know, gross narcissism. Oh, yeah. Terrible behavior, terrible
1: uh,
0: ethics in general, man. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it it happened to you, but I know, like, once I really started, like, opening my eyes to things and— Just kind of like, nah, I don't want to be around those kind of people or, you know what I mean, I don't want to, you know what I mean, what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. You know, for a while there, I found myself by myself, you know what I mean? I didn't, like, you know, I lost, like, you know, a few friends that I used to hang out with every day, you know what I mean? Every day we would go do something, we would go play basketball, we would, you know, play video games. And now, you know, I barely even talk to those people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for a while, I was just kind of by myself. I had to find myself like kind of how you did. You know what I mean? Just recently, you know, what I mean, throughout the whole pandemic, you know, I, I, I just cut off a lot of things. And, you know, hey, man, what's going on? You coming out? Nah, I'm good. You know, I just wanted to be alone. And I noticed that once I started making those transformations or started doing these commitments, it just seemed like the people that were there for me they just wasn't there anymore, or, you know, they were saying, oh, man, this guy's crazy, or, man, this dude think he know everything, you know what I mean? He's just, I can't talk to him anymore. I can't talk to him anymore, you know what I mean? Because I'm, I am I, don't think that one way anymore. I'm not in that one group. So, you know, I see everybody's perspective, and I see everybody's side of the story, you know what I mean? So if I say, hey, you know what I mean? You're wrong for, you know, treating this person this way. Well, why are you telling me that? You know what I mean? You're supposed to be, you know, my friend. Don't tell me that I'm doing something wrong. You know what I mean? Tell me that I'm doing everything great, even though that I'm doing everything wrong. You know what I mean? But that's not a real friend. Right. But, you know, most people don't don't realize that. They don't understand that. A lot of people nowadays, they want to be told, like, yeah, what you're doing is great. You know, you're, no, nah, don't worry about that. Oh, he'll be fine. Oh, yeah, well, no, nah, don't do that. You, you, nah, you, you're okay. You know, everybody wants to be, Pat on the back for doing the wrong thing. And then, you know, a lot of people, when you come and you say, hey, man, that's wrong, they want to jump on you. You know what I mean? Hey, well, this guy don't know what he's talking about, or he's a bigot, or, you know what I mean, he's racist, you know what I mean? He's. It's the classic one right now. Right, but you know what I mean? Or, you know, toxic masculinity, you know, all these different phrases, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone's, you know, insult, shame, and guilt. You know what I mean? If you're not, if they're not getting their way, they're either gonna guilt you, they're gonna insult you, or you know, just ah, just dismiss them. You know what I mean? And 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 we need real people to start speaking up. You know what I mean? Hey, that's wrong. You know, no matter if you if they're wrong or right. You know, I mean, if they're wrong, you have to tell them that they're wrong. You know what I mean? You just can't tell them that they're right when they're wrong. And we have a lot of that in society right now and i believe that's what's really slowing us down from getting to the next level.
0: Yeah. No, i agree 100% with that, man. You know, it's uh it's just a real uh it's a real downhill process we're going through right now. Right. But uh i definitely have faith that it'll uh it'll turn itself around, man. It seems like uh well, No, it's a lot of people. A lot of people are, are eating themselves in their own their own social circles alive oh yeah one at a time every you know the whole wokeness thing is uh it can't be you can't be woke enough no matter who you are or what ridiculous bullshit you say right uh and uh, because they're just piranhas man they're just looking for another thing to eat alive and as they start running out of People on one side of the party, they start turning to themselves.
1: Well, they already did. Yeah. If you notice, like now, before it was just Trump, 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 and now they don't have anything to talk about. So yeah. now you notice the ratings and everything going down. You notice people like, oh, man, these people were full of crap the whole time. They've been talking about Trump and what they were going to do, and Trump's races and Trump did this, and Trump did that, and what, they've been in office for what? I don't, I don't know how long they've been in there, but it seems like it's the same old, same old to me. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? I just think people are too caught up in what they want to believe. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, everybody sees the world through their own Water-co- colored glasses, man. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's rough out there. It really is. It really is. Yeah,
1: but I'm hoping that, you know what I mean, the people will start waking up. You know what I mean? I'm hoping that people start holding people around them accountable. know what I mean like hey dude that you know that that's not good bro you shouldn't do it this way yeah you know I mean hey if you're wrong you're wrong we got to get back to that you know what I mean like it's not shaming if I'm telling you the truth yeah I mean shaming is if I'm telling you something completely off the wall to make you think that you know what you're doing is wrong but if I you know I mean if I'm telling you the truth and the truth is the truth and you need to accept that. You know, the truth hurts. You know what I mean? You might not want to hear that right then and there, but, you know, you don't have to acknowledge that. You can just move forward with your life and make better life decisions, and it'll reflect that, hey, well, you know, that person heard you. They're understanding, hey, man, you know what I mean? I have to do better as a person. You know, no one's going to come and do it for me. Or, you know, just accept accountability. A lot of people don't want to accept accountability. You know, they want to reflect everything off on someone else and that's just not what life is.
0: No. Like um what is it? Duncan Trussell and Midnight Gospel, man. We have to uh we have to f- meet reality on reality's terms. Right. And you don't get to make up the rules. You have to observe and ob- and accept what game you're playing here. Yeah. And uh and and trying to yell at everybody and force your fantasies into reality. Right doesn't make them reality
1: yeah but then again that's what like you know with the whole atheist thing when you don't when or even you can throw even every religion like christianity yeah. and everything when there's something not factual that you can base it off of and you want to make up your own reality then you know that's usually what happens you know what i mean you make up your own reality and then you just live your life that way and the people that you're raising and ah like, oh, well this person doesn't live his life that way so i'm gonna do it this way and i'm gonna do this and it just you know what i mean yeah, it rolls downhill, and we get to where we are now.
0: And that's essentially what belief is, right you uh, You don't know what you're talking about, Right. and you have no proof or evidence to back up your argument. Right. So you just go, "Well, I believe it." Right. And, and instead of saying, "I don't know," right. Instead of going, "Well, I don't know everything in the universe there is to know," right. You go, "Well, no, I have a belief, and I'll fucking kill you for that belief if you tell me <laughs> that it's not true." Yeah. Uh,
1: Well, that's the arrogance of humans.
0: Yep. Well, shit, man. I think uh, we've been talking way longer than I expected to be talking. I've been trying to keep them under an hour, an hour, hour, almost an hour and a half.
1: Oh, man. (laughs) Well, that's what happens, man, when you get into these deep conversations. Yeah. You know, and you—it's like it's just good talking to, like, you know, like-minded people sometimes. I agree, man. You know what I mean? Like, you talk to some people that just— you can't talk to them. You know, they get upset so fast and you're like, geez, bro, I'm just trying to, you know, it's just, just my opinion on things. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, you're an idiot. You're a bigot. Uh-huh. Yeah. You tell someone maybe uh, maybe you won't feel so bad
0: and be overweight if you watched what you eat and you exercise. Right. And they're just like, fuck you, man. Well, I kinda, Don't tell me what to do. And it's, I'm, I'm perfect. And it's right, just like, right, no, yeah. see, I'll get a pill yeah. from a doctor and yeah. it'll fix all my problems. Right. And it's like, no, you are responsible for your body and your mind, and you should probably take a different approach to your daily life. Right. And maybe you'll feel better, you know? I mean, no, 100%. most people who eat healthy and exercise aren't overweight and don't feel like shit all the time. Right. They're
1: just like, well, we're not friends anymore now. But then that's too much, you know, taking yeah. accountability, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I know I'm not in the best of shape right now, but I can't just say, oh, man, that's McDonald's fault. McDonald's should be making <laughs> veggie fries and they should be going, you know, uh, 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 you know, plant based. And, you know, they shouldn't be giving us this fake meat. No, you know, what I mean, I should yeah. get up and exercise, you know what I mean? Don't not- eat McDonald's. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, 100 percent. I uh,
0: no, I'm. I'm. I'm adamant about not eating that crap. And uh,
1: Well, I haven't ate it, and, like, you know, if, I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, I used to eat it, like, all the time. It was just so convenient. But, like, over the past five years, you know what I mean, maybe I'll go, like, maybe five times the max out of the whole year. Yeah. You know what I mean? I try to stay away from it, and, and I notice, like, now when I don't eat it and I do eat it, Oh man, it's like oh, uh, destroy you. Oh man, it's like you know, I feel sick afterwards. You know, I remember one time I ate like uh, the twenty piece nugget, and oh, like yeah, yeah and, and like it was like oh man, it was fresh, it was hot, you know, it was good, and I swear like thirty minutes later I was all just I I felt horrible, and then it's like not, you know not real food. Yeah, and I didn't feel better until it all came out.
0: Yeah, no, like I've been uh, I've been struggling with my vegetarianism. Because I'm doing the, the you know, yeah. I, I don't like to say I'm, a, I'm not a Buddhist or I'm not anything, right? right, I, right I would right. say I'm, I'm agnostic, which right. I don't know shit. That's, right. where I, that's the stance I like to take. I don't know shit. But this whole Eightfold Path and the Buddhism thing, it, uh, it's it been really working out very well. It works wonders for my physical state of being and it works wonders for my mental state of being. And so um, since it works, I continue to do it. And I've been focusing on the vegetarian side of that thing. And it's really freaking hard yeah. to make all your meals vegetarian. I mean, for me personally, um, I love meat. I love I love I barbecuing. Say, I love you know. I can't do it's it. It's just it's it's really hard. More power to you. But uh, yeah, thank you.
1: I can do uh, pescatarian.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you chicken and fish.
1: Yeah, but I gotta have some kind of you know some kind of protein.
0: Yeah, well, I mean we had shrimp yesterday. You know, oh, yeah. so I I mean I'm not I'm not there yet for right. sure. But right. I've noticed the difference whenever I. Whenever I spend the whole day eating vegetables right. and just doing the and – and I've and nailed it, right? Like I woke up and I worked out and meditated and ate my vegetarian meals all day long and took my vitamins and stuff like that. It's like I feel amazing, yeah. and especially after the meals, right? Like there's this – when I eat meat, um, there's like this food coma that happens right afterwards yeah, yeah, where you your body starts, yep. you know, it starts yep. processing yep. the meat, which takes energy away from your system. Yep and uh and that just doesn't happen whenever i eat like rice and vegetables yeah and uh, it just is like okay well my stomach's full i feel great and i have energy and i just continue about my business whereas if i get a burger or something it's like well that's uh that's the end of my day right you know i'm gonna i'm gonna Freaking but veg he,
1: out on the couch and then pass out because I ate this big burger. Even the burgers that you would kind of make at the house, do that? Still do the same thing?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, pretty much most meat does it to me now that I've been doing the vegetarianism thing, and uh, it. Uh, even the organic meat too. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, you, it, uh, it's a different process um, for your body to process the meat. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, I mean, your your stomach definitely deals with the veggies and the rice and. That kind of thing real easily, man. Right. I mean, your digestive system just just handles that business, and especially since I've been doing it more, right? Because your microbiome changes, right? And uh, and so it's it becomes more efficient at breaking those kinds of fibers down, right? But uh, but yeah, it's definitely been a, it's it, it's one of those things where you realize this is kind of the right way to treat your body, right? Not to say I know anything about nutrition. Just nah, for my personal see, thing, nah, we got
1: to We have to stop that, bro. Yeah. Like air, the college education. Now, I'm not downplaying a college education. I'm not downplaying going and knowing exactly what. But we can read a book and kind of understand nutrition. Like you're not gonna understand nutrition to 100 percent as someone that goes to school and that's his career, or his or her career. You yeah, know what I mean that you're not gonna. But I can read a book and I can understand it. You know what I mean? Like I remember a guy saying, "Are you a physical, You you." Ha- yeah, I, I, I like reading the physicist books, you know what I mean? Yeah. I I read a book, you know what I mean, and I have a little information. I'm not saying that I'm a, a scholar, but you know what I mean? I know the base knowledge of what you're saying, you know what I mean? Like, we have to stop that, like, you know what I mean? We have yeah. to stop putting ourselves in these categories to where, oh, well, if you don't have this degree, then you shouldn't be speaking on it. Well, yeah. no, if I know what I'm talking about, like, if I'm just talking out of my ass, where I'm talking about, well, the sky is red, and the reason why the clouds are there is because it's dust, and you know stuff like that. Then, yeah, of course. But you know what I mean? If if I have a valid point and I'm on topic and I understand what's going on, why can't I speak on these things? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I always like to just take the stance that uh, everything I say kind of comes from my own personal well, personal experience. Does. Yeah, exactly. And so I um uh, like I just find it important for me to, to make clear that, uh, like I always do the, I don't know shit concept. So yeah. I go, well, this is my personal experience of it. And that's all I can really right. contribute to the conversation is my personal experience of what's happening. And, and I have, I have read quite a bit on nutrition mm-hmm. and it's you know, I mean, it's definitely complicated, which, uh, you know, I don't,
1: really everybody's different everybody's body is yeah. different you know everybody's body di- digests things differently oh yeah you know what i mean there's just so many different things you know what i mean and that's why i can't believe that everything is so random you know what i mean like everything i'm not saying that religion is religion but there's got to be something out there you know what i mean <laughs> something had to make this happen
0: well i just feel like uh <laughs> for me personally uh a guy who's done a lot of psychedelics <laughs> uh, you know, I, uh, when I'm, when I'm in that kind of state of just, I don't know, pure, per, pure spirituality where you kind of are separate from your body, yeah. you're separate from reality. I really, um, I come back from that with the, the whole concept that it's all just love, man. Yeah. Like the whole universe and existence in general, no, this has to be here. Right. It serves no purpose. It's just a representation or like an expression of some infinite source of love Uh, and everything that happens within this existence is either uh, either love or the separation from love right hate or fear one of those things right where yeah where you're you're trying as hard as you can to remove yourself from love, which is still love. Right, <laughs> it's, still, right. it's still influenced by love, man.
1: I didn't think about it that way, but you, you got a damn good point on that. Thank you. Because if you love, you know what I mean? Just think about it. If everybody loved the planet, yeah. you know, we wouldn't litter. You know what I mean? We wouldn't throw stuff in the lakes. You know, we wouldn't do certain things. But, you know what I mean? Now we're on that thin line between love and hate, and it's like, well, fuck this lake. I yeah. hate this lake. Well, you know what I mean? These people are going to do this anyway, so fuck them. I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you're absolutely right. I never thought about it that way, but yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just that's all there, That's all there is out there, man. And the whole universe exists because of love. We exist and we're having this conversation right now yeah. because love, man. Because yeah. what else is there? You know, if there was, if there's some incredible force out there making it all happen, and I don't think any horrible shit we do— in this existence of ours matters, man. Like uh, the whole concept of uh, it goes back to like uh, the singular awareness or in Hinduism and Buddhism, they would call it Brahman, the Godhead, which is all things, all awareness, all physical and spiritual and energy and all of it. It's all just part of one thing, which is for me, uh, it's just this overwhelming, infinite source of love. Yeah, and we we're just here to create different possibilities and random expressions. And maybe you're having a dramatic existence this yeah. time around. Maybe the awareness is creating this uh, beautiful existence for you. Maybe you're gonna be born in Africa and die when you're six from AIDS. You know? What well, do you? Do but you, it's like it's all possibilities occur in this beautiful spectrum of of the world where it's like literally anything, right, you've you've heard the expression anything you can think of has happened and it's happened so many times you can't even count and it's because we are given this opportunity to create you know, this is the creation space, man, and it's only here because why not, man?
1: But but do you think that besides like you know, if, if you were born with you know, AIDS or something like that. But do you think that most people are in charge of their happiness?
0: Yeah, that's the number one thing you're in charge of, man. Mm-hmm. You're the only one. Like my, like uh, I, my, my girl stopped asking me after a while because um, I used to think that the world and my conditions and what was going on around me is what made me happy. Right. And um, and through my personal experience and my journey down this rabbit hole that I've been going down. The, the real concept is, um, and this is Buddhism and Hinduism and, you know, most philosophies and therapies and everything all kind of agree on the fact that you are the only source of your own happiness, man. Yeah. It all comes within, from within you. The outside world only affects you if you allow that it works. to. Yep. Um, now, you can't, you can't say that person made me angry. That person made me sad and that person made me happy or these conditions did such. It's you. You responded to your external conditions in a specific way and you created your happiness and you created your sadness and you created your anger. It's like when you're in a great mood and someone does something stupid or cuts you off in traffic, but you're in a great fucking mood, man, you just laugh at that person and let it go. But if you're in a bad mood, you create more suffering and you... You get involved with that situation and you become miserable, not because that person cut you off, because you made yourself that way. Right. And it's all, it all stems from, from within you. And like uh, Sadhguru, Guru, one of my favorite people, he says, you can, you're responsible for the most complex chemical factory in existence. And you can either be a great manager of that chemical factory and be blissed out all the time. And create love and happiness within yourself and spread that out throughout the world. Or you can be a terrible manager of your manager of your chemical factory. You can get wrapped up in this physical world, wrapped up in your attachments and your emotions and your yeah. diversions and your desires. And uh, and suffer. And suffer immensely. Yeah. You know, there's nothing there's nothing that hurts more than your own psychology playing against you, man. Oh, yeah. You know, physical pain is is definitely one. There's there's definitely extreme aspects of that. But whenever you're suffering psychologically, I mean, you know, the, all you want to do is die. Right? You just want to stop existing. Yeah. I know I do. Or I did. Uh, and it really, it really is just the end-all be-all of your happiness, man, whenever you're wrapped up in all this bullshit.
1: No, 100%. 100%. That's why I, I try to stay away from social media. Yeah. You know what I mean? I notice that a lot of people fake their happiness on there, and then when you actually roll over there, you're like, bro, but I thought you were... Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I completely, that, and I just ask you that question, you know what I mean, to get your opinion, you know what I mean? Like yeah, a, a lot of people don't think that, you know, they're in control of their happiness. You know, a lot of people believe that the circumstances that they're born in or, you know, the things that's going on around them is what's making them miserable.
0: That's the illusion. That's what Buddhism calls the grand illusion, yeah. man. Yeah.
1: I 100% agree.
0: It's like someone who gets diagnosed with terminal cancer. A lot of people are grateful that they get that, and it's, it seems counterintuitive, Right. but they become so self-aware of the finiteness of their existence. Yeah. When that happens, there's a now there's a deadline on it, and now every moment they're hyper-aware of the moment, right. and they've never experienced life from that perspective anymore, yeah. and they're just like, I'm so grateful that this deadline got put on my life because at least these next three months, I'm going to exist in this state of presence. I'm going to be here in the moment and be, and and it's like instantaneous mindfulness. It's something that I practice every day. Um, My meditation puts me in a state of mindfulness and it would be called, it's called sadhana where you take that mindfulness throughout your day. and, And when shit gets in your way and whenever, uh, any interaction you're having, you always want to stay in the back of your mind a little bit, right. reminding yourself to right. be present, uh, letting your thoughts go, and not attaching yourself to thoughts of the past or anxieties of the future. And that's really the game you're supposed to be playing, man. Yeah. And when you get wrapped up in this shit, and that's what that's what they talk about about an wa- awakening or enlightenment. Right. It's it's just coming to this realization that. You're not your thoughts, right? and you're not your body, and you're not your mind. These are all things that you are responsible for, Yeah. just like your cell phone. You're not your cell phone, right. but your cell phone will constantly bug you. It'll constantly be going off. It'll constantly be feeding you information yep. that doesn't make you your cell phone, and the same thing's happening with your mind and your thoughts. Right. It's like your notifications are on all the time, and you're trying to constantly grasp at them. You're trying to constantly pay attention to every single thing. And then not only are you doing that, but you're saying, this is me. If I have this thought, that's, uh, uh, that's, uh, determines who I am. Right. And it's, that's absolutely not true. Your mind's going to come up with so many random crazy ass thoughts. And that doesn't mean that that's who you are as a person. Right. But you get trapped in this, this illusion that those are your thoughts. Yeah. And they're just random things. Your brain's just going to come up with random things. It's a random pattern recognizing software, and it will it'll throw all kinds of shit at you all day long. And it's trying to it's trying to stay in control because really we're this automaton, we're this automatically functioning, artificially intelligent. It's not even it's intelligence, right? Like right. Uh, robot, this meat puppet that's yeah. cruising through life. And it's essentially by the time you're seven years old, you've learned all these habits from your parents and the people around you. And you're going to propagate that throughout the rest of your existence. You're going to learn new ones and drop old ones. But essentially you're this thing that's just set on autopilot.
1: Right, right, right.
0: And, uh, it's understanding that you're not, not driving it either. Right. You know, you got to say, I'm along for the ride. Right. Which is hard to do. That's what Ram talks about. He says, uh, Observe your life as if you're standing on a bridge over a river, and the river is kind of y- your life oh, flowing yeah. along, and there's nothing you can do about it, man. Yeah. It's going to keep flowing. You're on the bridge. Right. You're separated from it, and uh, and just observe it and be grateful yeah. to have the time that you have.
1: Right.
0: So yeah, I've been I've been deep in it, man.
1: I can tell. That's what I'm saying. I I can totally tell, man. It's like. Night and day, from the first time we met until now, I'm like shit. I need to come over here and meditate, dude.
0: <laughs> dude, please do. I am. I'm almost done with my first meditation video. It's a basic meditation video. Nice. Uh, and it's just it's a it's one of Ram Dass's meditations. Seeing Ram Dass, um, I never would have thought he would be saying these yeah.
1: days, none of this stuff. I, I never would have thought he would have known all this stuff. But now he's like, man, he's the guru now. Now I'm gonna have to start calling him when I got you know mean, questions. Please do. You know I'm going to say, yeah. hey, bro. And like now, you know, you're reading the Bible and everything. I'm like, yeah, bro. I need yeah. to call. Hey, what is Deuteronomy line 2732? <laughs> what does that say, Jason?
0: I'll have to go grab my i have to go grab the Bible and look it up. I don't got it memorized. That's a big ass book,
1: man. Yeah, no, nah, I know. But there's some people out there, man, that that can tell you word for word, man. They'd be like, nope. Oh, yeah. yeah, this is what you're looking for. You need to go to uh, uh Leviticus chapter twelve uh dash three six six two three. It's right there. <laughs> and it says you know what I mean, but I give a lot of those people credit, though. You know, what I mean, they're they yeah, but well, they're perfectionists at their craft. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's the amazing thing about the human mind is it's capable of
0: storing that kind of information and recalling yeah. that kind of information. Yeah, if you're that committed to it, you know. But for me personally, it's a, uh, it's more of just a understanding of reality without me imposing my own view mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. I've kind of i've i've tried to let go of any. Um, any personal thought or, um, uh, assumption that I have of what the world is and how it works right and just kind of study it from a, an open mindset. And, you know, like, uh, you know, I've been reading a lot of stuff. Maybe I don't agree with all of it. Right. Um, but I still, especially stuff that I don't agree with, or that I would assume that I is not really up my alley. Right. I'm I'm diving right into that kind of stuff to see what it has to say, what it has to offer, right. and I'm reading it with an open mind.
1: That's what I'm saying. It's the only thing you can do. Yeah. You know, it's the only thing you can do. It's just go in with an open mind and try to understand because people, you know, well, I'm not gonna say just people, but like you said, there's gonna be things that you don't that you that you're gonna hear that you don't like. But is it true? Yeah. You know what I mean? Is it, it, what, what you're reading and what, you're, and what they're saying, yeah, it hurts, but is it the truth? Yeah. And if it's the truth, then, you know, we need to process it and move forward and accept it. You know, you may not like it, but it is what it is.
0: Yeah. And in this life, no one's going to do it for you. Yeah. That's one of the beautiful things about it, man. Uh, you know, you don't have to, you don't even have to wake up, man. I don't even encourage people to wake up, man. yeah. Stay asleep. Enjoy the ride. That was the purpose in the first place. You yeah. know, you're, you're supposed to be here right. to create these possibilities and get wrapped up in it like it's real. Right. It's supposed. It's supposed to be convincing. And when you are convinced that you're real and that this world is real, you're playing the game right. And yeah. it's only assholes like me who <laughs> fucking totally lose their mind trying to tear it all apart and figure right. it all out. That uh, you know, I come to this certain point where I realize. It's not real, yeah. What is real in the first place, uh and and, uh and that I was uh I was attached to an illusion. I I thought that you know the world owed me something or I had to be some great person or I had to accomplish some great thing. And none of that's true, man. You don't have to do anything with it. Honestly, like the 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 greatest realization that I've ever come out of from this is that right now is perfect just the way it is this is a perfect moment just like all moments and you don't have to be anywhere else and you don't have to do anything else all you have to do is sit back and appreciate how beautiful it is right now regardless of what's going on it's 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 a gift it's a gift of love that the universe has given you and that you are you yeah. are the universe's love you exist because the universe loves you
1: and you are the universe yeah and uh says it in the bible but well, i'm not saying the bible's off you all the y'all yeah. but you know it's got yeah. some pretty good gems in there you know what yeah.
0: i mean well that's it you know i mean if you have something that that speaks to you right there's nothing wrong with that
1: right and right right
0: um i i for me personally as long as you're open minded about it. As long as you're not coming from the same place I was coming from yeah. three years ago well, where me too. I thought I was I knew what the hell I was talking about. Me too. And it's like this works for me. That doesn't mean that it's right and that doesn't mean right. that it's for everybody else.
1: Right, right. Either.
0: Right, right. Like this is what I'm doing is my own path. Right. And what you're doing is your path. And right. they're both beautiful. As long as you're not harming nobody along the way, why not? Yeah, exactly, man it's uh that's the main point right right don't fucking steal from people don't hurt people and uh you know do do you right do what speaks to you man well
1: that's what i'm saying with like all this stuff that you know we have going on everybody's pushing these agendas if you did the stuff in your house no one would even know yeah no one would know And, and it's no one's business what you're doing you know what I mean? As long as you're not stealing, killing, pillaging, you know what I mean, yeah. raping, doing all that extra crap, then you good in my book. I don't care what you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's your that's your life, it's your existence. You
0: do you. Yeah. Even if you like, even what was I watching? I was watching that movie about that cult that bought all that property in Oregon. Oh, and everybody's like these fucking people, and right. it's like, dude. Well, if those let people too. Yeah, let them believe whatever they want right. to believe, man. And then the people who if are it over makes there, them yeah. happy. One hundred percent. And that's that's none of your business. Right, right. One hundred percent. You know, uh, who cares if you disagree with it or if it's e- even if it's completely illogical and crazy? Right. What I believe is illogical and crazy. One hundred percent. You know, like, and on no offense, but like the whole concept of like there's this king in the sky that's right, that's right, right, looking right. over everything and 100%. watching you at all times, right? That's kind of crazy, man. Yeah, and but
1: it's it's that's why it's all your, belief, you know. All your sins, you do something wrong, you know what I mean. you can forgive. Yeah, yeah no. but it's 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 you gotta have something, right? You know, right. you gotta
0: you gotta you gotta have some kind of path to walk. You gotta have some kind of sense of morality, or you're just yes.
1: lost. Well, that's what I'm saying. And, and you get you get so wrapped up in bullshit, and because yeah, you, you can believe whatever you want to believe. Yeah, you know that's what happens when you can make believe whatever you want and then you know manifest it and everybody's supposed to respect it yeah well
0: everybody no everybody doesn't have to respect shit no and that's what
1: people a lot of people don't understand that they think that you're supposed to you know what i mean cater to me no you know it's not the way it works at all everybody's allowed
0: to think what they want and say what they want and do what they want One hundred but i don't have to agree with any of it no and neither you don't have to agree with me either right but the difference is, is I won't kill you over it. I'll just, exactly. I'll wish you well and right, I'll just, I'll send love your way and, right. and I just respond listen, with yeah, compassion, man. That's what I'm
1: saying. Listen to what everybody has to say. And if you don't agree with it, then you you don't agree with it. But, yeah. you know what I mean? You don't have to insult them. You know <laughs> what I mean? Or, ah, oh, well, he's a moron. He's not a college educated. Ah, you know what I mean? That's yeah. just causing more division. That's it, man. You know what I mean, if this is not your cup of tea, then don't come back over here. You know <laughs> what's going on over here. You know what I mean? You know what they're doing, you know, you know how they get down. So yeah. if if that's not your get down, then don't come back.
0: Yeah, and, every, and just respect their platform, you know? And everybody has that right to do it their own way, man. Yeah. As they should, cuz that's what we're here to do is create right. exactly. all possibilities.
1: You may not agree with it, but you should, but you should respect it. You don't have to agree yeah. with it, but you should respect that person. It's called common courtesy.
0: Yeah. Because if you want to be happy. Exactly. If you don't, you know, like like compassion for your fellow man, right? That's right. definitely a very Christian concept and something that Jesus preached a lot. Right. Even when he was getting nailed to a cross, he was compassionate for right. the man nailing right. him there. Exactly. Because he knew that he was, he, was they aren't different. He's not right. separate from that person. That person's lost in this illusion, and he thinks he's doing the right thing even though he's hurting somebody else. Right. And he felt compassion for that man. And you got to do that for everybody, but you do that for yourself. Because if you're not if you're embittered by everybody around you in your life and you can't have compassion for people who do wrong to you or do wrong to themselves or have invalid opinions, then you're going to suffer more than they are. Right. You're going to, you're going to go through life suffering and bitter and hurting internally, man. Right. And it's, it's only, it, it, if only for your own sake, right. you have to learn to love everybody. And that was really one of the hardest things that I had because I have a lot of, built up internal trash
1: all of us do you
0: know for my whole life where I have my own all of us do my bro. own bullshit opinions about things and I feel like people should be a certain way and there's this um like David Burns talks about it in uh, his book feeling good which was a great book that helped me get out of uh initially get out of my depression which going kind to of started me along this path which was the should word right. where you're anytime you say the word should this should be that way or this shouldn't be that way. That's a cognitive distortion of reality. Right. Things are. And whenever you're wishing things were a way that they aren't, you're hurting yourself and yep. you're going to suffer because of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's one of those things, every time you say it, it should trigger in your mind. There's that cognitive distortion again, that should word right. uh, where you you're only hurting yourself with that kind of thought process. And that took a long time to really, but it starts popping up. Yeah. And it starts, you start recognizing it more and more, and it's these practices of recognizing specific speech, specific words, and specific thought processes that lead you to destroying your own internal uh, traps and thoughts that are causing you to suffer. No, 100%. 100%, man. Yeah. But shit, we were supposed to end 30 minutes ago. Right. <laughs> and here we are, another 30 minutes in. Nah, I, I love talking to you, Jamal. I know
1: that's what I was going to say. It always happens, bro. Yeah. It always happens. Like, we'll start a conversation and then it'll get deeper and deeper, and then we'll go to something else and then be off, way off talking. You know, we'll start talking about Dragon Ball Z and end <laughs> on. You know, (laughs) you think it's going to be a world government one day, and you know what I mean? Oh, there definitely will. I could go on about the world, the
0: New World Order shit for a while. That's inevitable, though.
1: Nah, it was coming one way or another. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. Shout out to Alex Jones. He said that, too. <laughs>
0: nah. Oh, <laughs> uh, shout out to Bill Gates buying up everybody's farmland to control the entire food supply of the planet.
1: Yeah, that's kind of scary. And then now that him and Melinda's not together, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, We're about to find out that coronavirus got everybody's relationship. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was a rough one. That really... Uh that really showed you who you were, uh, who you were with. This is yeah. one thing when you're, you got jobs and you both work all day long. Oh, yeah. You get to see each other for two hours mm-hmm. at the end of the night. But right, then right, right. You're and stuck then, when the, you're stuck trapped at the house with that person.
1: But the crazy thing is, bro, I think that could be part of the biggest problem that we have right now. There's a lot of people together that just shouldn't be together. Yeah. And a lot of people, you know, you see the inflation. You know, I mean, well, things have been crazy expensive for a while. But you know what I mean. The wages haven't gone up. So you know, you have a lot of people who. Oh, excuse me. You know what I mean. May can't survive without each other. You know they build this life with each other, and you know what I mean. The only way to maintain it is to stay with each other. Yeah. But I just don't like this person. I can't stand this person. <laughs> but I need her rent money. Yeah. <laughs> or like, his rent money. You and people know?
0: bring that up to me all the time, and I go and and I go. This is why. Trump was saying make America great again it's not because he wanted to fucking segregate bathrooms and schools dickhead it's because he wanted people to be able to support their family on one basic job you could work for Ford (laughs) And just be on the line. This isn't, like, hyperly skilled trade. Right. It's a a basic job in America, and you can buy a car and a house and support two kids and a wife. Right. And it's like, and the economy was stabilized by that system, and now it's so out of whack. Right. And everything's so far. Like, they've they've systematically reduced the wages or made the wages stay stagnant and increased the cost of living to these astronomical levels where – I mean, what are you supposed to do? Especially these people that are born now. You know, the Gen yeah, Z, the yeah, millennials. Yeah. I mean, technically I mean, we're fucking millennials, right? And it's right. like uh, we're barely at the place where supposed buying a house be, is right. realistic. What I'm yeah. And uh, and like I mean, the generation after us, these Gen yeah, Z kids. I mean, will saying. they ever own a fucking house? Uh,
1: yeah, but that's the whole they're getting them, you know, programmed them. Well, you don't really want to own a home. You yeah. know, you just want to rent it. You don't want to be responsible for all those things. Yeah, the, government
0: will, the government will own everything, and everyone will be happy about it, right?
1: Right. Well, we'll see, bro. I, I definitely don't want that to happen, but... You know what I mean? I hope people realize that, hey, we are in control of what happens. You know what I mean? Like, I really believe if everyone started snitching on each other, oh, my God, my neighbor went outside for 10 minutes without his mask. Yeah. You know, they're taking pictures and things. I really think it would have really gotten bad. But, you know, like, I think Trump, you know what I mean? I think Trump was a good thing. You know what I mean? Because now people aren't so afraid to kind of, you know, say what they need to say. And a lot of people are like, man, that's bullshit, dude. Like, I don't—I'm not finna sit here and allow you motherfuckers to tell me the sky is orange when I know it's blue. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that if you notice, like, you know, a lot of people now, they're just like— Well, what's up, bro? Like, you know what I mean? You haven't done anything you said you were going to do. Or, you know what I mean? People are actually, you know, calling them out. You know what I mean? And you can actually see it. You know what I mean? Where people are just like, man... I'm not trying to hear that shit either. You're going to do it or you're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we need, you know, people like that. That's definitely one thing you can't say about Trump. He went in there
0: and fucking threw that wall up and <laughs> put tariffs on China. And well, I didn't
1: agree. with. Well. He, he did either. everything. Yeah, he, I, said, he's, yeah. he
0: said he was going to do something right. and he did it. Exactly. And, and I you, liked that about yeah, him. And whether yeah. you agree with it or not, he wasn't lying. Right. I mean, a lot of times he was lying
1: through his fucking teeth, but right, he didn't lie
0: right. on his uh, what right. he ran on. Right,
1: right. Well, you know, it's just like a man thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Trump was like, you know, hey, I'm, you're not going to bully me. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get, you know I mean? I'm going to tell you guys what to going to do, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. No, yeah. screw you guys. I'm not doing it your way. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of people just don't like, you know what I mean? That's why a lot of people that, like, tell the truth, like, you know, Jordan Peterson and, you know, that new guy, Kevin Samuels yeah. and, you know, all these guys that just come out and just, just tell it how it is. Well, you're not supposed to say it that way. You're supposed to say it nice. Yeah. But it is what it is. Is that the truth or it not? You know, and it can be a little harsh, but, you know. It's hard to dance
0: around everybody's feelings whenever you, you say it bluntly and it still takes three hours to get the concept across.
1: Right, but a lot of people don't want to hear the concept. They just yeah. want to hear what they want to hear. And if you if you don't understand what they're saying, then you're the crazy one.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's really become a huge problem too. Is that we can't have an honest conversation with each other in this country. If you stand, if you stand hard left or hard right, right, you, there's not going to be a dialogue. Exactly. And that's one of the biggest problems. I think that's one of the reasons that, like, uh, like our, our our parents and our grandparents were like, you just don't talk politics or religion with people, right? Because people are fucking crazy, right? And they're going to, uh, they're they're going to be so dug into their own holes right. that there's no point. All you're going to do is piss everyone off and ruin the time you were
1: having. But see, this is why we always get stuck talking for 16 hours. Yeah. (laughs) Because, you know what I mean, it's like it's good to have a conversation. You know what I mean? And we don't always agree on everything. We should You know what I mean? We have a a good common base on things that we agree upon. But, you know what I mean, we don't agree on everything. You know what I mean? And being able to have a conversation without – you know, people trying to put their agenda into it or, you know what I mean, there's or their beliefs into it. You know what I mean? It's just refreshing to talk to someone who can, you know, understand what you're saying and understand that, you know, you're not attacking anyone. You're just stating your opinion. You know what I mean? And yeah. and for me and you, that's why we always, you know what I mean, we, we talk for so long because we can just jump and we can reflect off each other without, you know, pissing one another off. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Well, that's all we really ever have is our own fucking opinion, man. Right. It's it. That's all you'll ever have is your own opinion. Right. I'm You collect facts and develop an opinion about it, but it doesn't mean you know what you're talking about. Right. And as long as you come from that place where you're like, this is my opinion, this isn't the holy truth of the universe where I know that I'm right about all things that come out of my mouth. Right. Then you're having a conversation. No. But if you're so stubborn that you think you know everything, then there's no reason to talk to you. Because you already know everything. So what are you, what's you going to get from this conversation? Right. If you already think you fucking know
1: everything. 100%. Yeah, so I was gonna say yeah, we better wrap it up. Bitch. Yeah, I'm gonna wrap it up. like, I'm hey, what's going on, man? You're supposed <laughs> to be taking me out. <laughs> I am supposed
0: to say we're gonna go see uh, we're gonna go see a jazz show. Sorry, Ange. My uh my Zen Master from the monastery is playing saxophone tonight downtown. Yeah, so no I'm man, see go, that dude bro, play. go.
1: Because I know we always do this to her, and <laughs> she is like she and she's great because she doesn't like you know what I mean. But I feel so bad. Man, cause she's like, an amazing woman. You know what I mean. I feel so bad because we're always like, no, nah, we'll be like an hour. No, nah, <laughs> we'll do this, and no, nah, we just do this real quick, just real quick. And then you know, four hours later, she'll uh, come back and like, oh, you got you're still here. Yep. You know, she's not saying it like that, but you know. She like, damn, can I have my husband back? <laughs> so yeah, no, man, go ahead, brother. Get your wife and get ready, go get all pretty and man, go have yeah. a good time
0: tonight, brother. Well, it's been a great time talking to Jamar. you, Jamar, as too, always. As I love hanging man. out.
1: Yeah, and definitely uh, got to come back. Yeah, I would too. You
0: definitely got to come back. We can yeah. just we can do this all day long, man. Right. But
1: next time, maybe uh, we should just have a few topics. You know what I mean? Maybe we'll write some that, topics down. that may help us. <laughs> yeah, because we can ramble a lot, man. Oh yeah, I know. I was rambling a lot. I was too, man. You know what I mean, just repeating myself, saying stuff like, "Oh man, try to sound smart." <laughs> uh, it's hard. You got the cameras
0: on you, and you're trying not yeah. to leave dead air stuff yeah. it's hard to do this kind of stuff yeah. it isn't it isn't but but it's it, fun it though it's,
1: it, it's good when you have you know good dialogue Yeah, and it's even good to you know I would love to get on you know if you can find somebody that has a different opinion that we can have an honest conversation without you know what I'm <laughs> jumping over the table you know if we can find someone you know what I mean because uh. there, there's a lot of good people out there that have a lot of great knowledge you know what I mean and they yeah. may not agree specifically what we agree with and you know, they may say something you may make you scratch your head like, huh.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, I I totally, I, I mean, my opinions changed over the years yeah. so much.
1: Mine too. On all
0: kinds of things that I thought I was right about. Yeah, mine too. That's why I just go, I don't know what I, Yeah. I'm definitely not right, but <laughs> no. <laughs> I have to think something.
1: But thank you, bro. Uh, thank you for letting me come in you. and enjoy your new setup. I definitely have to come back. It's nice, right? It's nice. Oh, yeah. I'm telling I you bro. Dig it. No, bro, I'm telling you, you're gonna do some really good things, bro. Yeah. It's just the beginning, man. Everything's opening up and you know what I mean. I'm in Uto right now, they wanna hear real people, real conversations, you know what I mean? So I'm telling you, bro, you're gonna you're gonna do it, man.
0: Well, thank you so much, man. Uh, I want to thank my guest Jamar for coming on the podcast. Space
1: Brain. Shout out, Space Brain. Ah, Thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: You're amazing. Uh, Definitely hit the subscribe button, the like button. Please, please support my brother. You know, all that jazz. And uh, this has been To The Fullest with uh, Jason Froberg. Peace. Have a good one, guys.